This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. We move to the final weeks of the regular season for high school football in the state of Washington. For the Western Conference 4A, they are playing their last league games tonight. For the West Coast 3A, it amounts to the first round of the postseason. And for our two teams tonight, there's a trophy on the line. We've returned to the north end of Snohomish County for tonight's Western Conference 3A championship game between the Arlington Eagles and the Monroe Bearcats. We're going right down to the field to Steve Willits, who is with Greg Daler, head coach of the Arlington Eagles. Listen, Coach Daler is joining us right now. Coach, your home stadium, one versus one, the battle of the undefeateds. Does it get much better than this? No, absolutely not. We're excited to play this team tonight. Tell us a little bit about this Monroe team. What do you see from them on film when you watch them? Obviously, very similar in terms of the way they've scored points this year and the way they play defense, similar to what you guys have done. Yeah, it's kind of like watching our own film. They're really fast on defense. They spread the ball out. they got a great quarterback. It's like looking in the mirror a little bit. Offensively, what are the differences between these two teams? Um, their quarterback's kind of a taller, bigger, stronger cat, and ours is a little more mobile. Um, they're a little more power run at times, but I think they throw it around as much as we do. We're just super similar. <laughs> it's hard to find differences. You had a non-conference game last week, uh, six days off from between the two games. What was that like in terms of trying to get this team ready to go, knowing that everybody was kind of looking ahead to this game, obviously, when you had Inglemore last week, just in terms of playing that game on a Saturday rather than a Friday and did it really turn, uh, change much in terms of how you prepped this week? No, we just did our, our normal Monroe prep before we drove down to Inglemore. The coaches did, and so we still had our Sunday off. And then we just, uh, the guys, were, we only, most of the guys only played a half on Saturday. So everybody was fresh. It wasn't a problem. Key to the game, give us one or two here. What do you guys need to do to get this victory tonight? Any big game, you got to secure the football and you got to execute. The team that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win. Greg Daler, we'll talk to you at halftime. All right, thanks, Steve. Okay, thanks very much, Steve Willits, with Greg Daler, head coach of the Arlington Eagles. Today's game on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3, streaming live at krko.com, brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Chevrolet of Everett, the law office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. We come to you live from John C. Larson Stadium on the campus of Arlington High School for this game between the Eagles and the Bearcats. Hello, everybody. Tom Lafferty with former Jackson coach Joel Vincent alongside here in the press box. We've already heard from Steve Willits on the sidelines tonight as we bring you this game between longtime rivals Arlington and Monroe. Coming up, we'll hear from the other head coach. That would be Scott Darrow of the Monroe Bearcats. We'll run down the schedule of tonight's game plus a weather report from Tornado Ted Beener. In fact, Tornado Ted has been dispatched to Cool City Stadium in Marysville for tonight's doubleheader. More on that in just a little bit. We also get the thoughts of Coach Vincent coming up, plus a few other surprises. So we have a lot to get to during this next half hour as we count down to the 7 p.m. kickoff here in Arlington. If you're looking for the Everett Silvertips hockey game tonight, the Silvertips play the Wenatchee Wild at Angel of the Winds Arena in downtown. Never that game broadcast. It's underway. It can be found just up the dial on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101.1. Reminder that the Silvertips are back in action tomorrow night on the road at Spokane. That game will be right back here on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. So, again, Silvertips hockey tonight on Classic Country KXA 1520 AM and FM 101. 
There are four, quote, playoff games in the Wesco 3A tonight. Our game here for the Wesco 3A championship is for bragging rights and trophies only. Both these teams will advance to the round of 32. Isn't that right, Steve Willits, who's on the field with Scott Darrow? That is absolutely correct. Another undefeated head football coach, Scott Darrow, 47 points per game this year offensively, Coach. thing we don't talk about a lot sometimes, though, you've only given up seven points per game on defense. It's a little different animal you're looking at over here tonight, though. What have you seen when you've been assessing Arlington and studying them this week? Oh, they're good. They're well coached, and they're very athletic quarterback uh, as a playmaker. And when things break down, he's at his best. And so is our guy. It feels like we're playing ourselves right here, though. This is a team that looks a lot like us. They uh, they attack the same way we do. So just a matter of who makes big plays and big moments, um, who stays on blocks better, um, all that little stuff. That's what matters tonight. Um, but we're excited to play this good team, man. We, we can't wait. We, we, we embrace this great challenge, and we're ready for it. Talk a little bit about what you need to do defensively, though, to shut these guys down or at least slow them down a little bit tonight. Well, the goal is always to stop the run, obviously. When that happens, it's really a matter of containing this quarterback and stopping the big play. Uh, these guys got some weapons. Number four is a really good player. Um, we want to stop him, obviously. I mean, all the receivers can play. And really, it's keeping this, this quarterback in the pocket and, uh, you know, make them do what they don't want to do. Um, that's the goal, man. Get the fourth down and make them punt and, and uh, just take care of that football. That's 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 what we're trying to do here tonight. You're an Arlington alum. You know what these fans can do out here. They've come out quite in, in droves tonight. <laughs> Talk a little bit about playing in this environment and as far as being on the road and having to play against this crowd. We love it, man. We love being on the road. We love being here. Um, Arlington's just like Monroe. There's It's it's not a lot different. Um, I've taught Monroe for almost 20 years, and, and I've coached here for a long time. I grew up in Arlington. Uh, for the same amount of time, actually, and uh, they're they're very similar towns, and their fan support support them win or lose, and they've been really good. So you know the fan support's been awesome. Just really got a lot of respect for Coach Daler and his program, and and uh, you know as soon as he, as soon as these guys are, are are done playing us, I'll I'll, I'll root hard for them. I hope they have a great playoff run uh, starting next week, and uh, hopefully tonight goes our way. And once that's over, I'm, a, I'm a, I'll be a huge Eagle fan. I promise you. Undefeated versus undefeated. You guys ready for this? Heck yeah, man! We're gonna give it our best, our best shot, and uh, I can't, I can't wait. We worked so hard for this opportunity, and our kids are just dialed in, and we've had a great week of practice, and and uh, let's see what happens, man. I can't wait. Coach Scott Darrow, thanks for your time. All right, man. Thanks a lot, Steve. There you go. Thanks, Steve Willits, down on the field with Scott Darrow of the Monroe Bearcats. As we mentioned. In the playoffs tonight, our game here for the Wesco 3A Championship is for bragging rights. Being the number one and two teams from the league won't really make a difference since the bracket for next week's games are decided by committee. Same story for Edmonds, Woodway, and Ferndale. They're both number two teams in the north and south. They're playing tonight, but both will advance. That's it for the automatic qualifiers. Snohomish at Marysville Pilchuck, Shorecrest at Marysville Getchell, and Stanwood at Mount Lake Terrace are all loser-out games being contested this evening. The Monroe Bearcats, we've already heard from their head coach, Scott Darrow. They've been dominating their opponents this season. The argument could be made that the West Coast South isn't as strong as the North Division. That may be so, but head coach Scott Darrow will break out the old Chuck Knox quote, you play the hand you're dealt, and with the talent at his disposal, he hasn't had to resort to the Kenny Rogers quote, you got to know when to hold him. Okay, enough quotes. Needless to say, Monroe is good. Quarterback Blake Springer is the guy that makes it go smoothly for the Bearcats. We'll talk about his numbers in just a little bit. So Monroe is 8-0 and 6-0 in league play, ranked number 7 according to Scorebook Live, which is the poll we've been using all season. According to the WIAA's RPI, the Bearcats are number 4. A year ago, Monroe lost to Ferndale in the number 1 seeding game but advanced to win the district round of 32 game with Liberty of Issaquah. 
but lost to Lincoln of Tacoma, 49-16, down at the Lincoln Bowl. The sixth-ranked Arlington Eagles are averaging just over six touchdowns per game, leading their eight-game winning streak. Eagles beat all of their league opponents handily and picked up non-league wins over Kamiak and Inglemore. Leighton Martin leading the way with more than 1,800 yards passing. This year, the tables have been turned. Jacoby Faylor broke his leg a couple of weeks ago last year. Jacoby Faylor stepped in for a broken arm on Leighton Martin, so the tables have been turned, and Jake Willis is now the number one receiver, and we've already heard from their head coach, Greg Daler. Coming up, we'll get a weather update for this ninth Friday of the high school football season, plus a look at the other ball games around the area tonight and last night. We're counting down to kickoff under the Friday night lights. When we come back, we'll bring Coach Joel Vincent into the conversation. The Monroe Bearcats meet the Arlington Eagles for the Wesco 3A football championship. The Wesco Tonight pregame show continues right here on KRKO. Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-LAW-0842. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. For rewards that spend like cash, join the new Coastal Country Club. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Buy stuff, earn points, and get rewards when you join the all-new and free Coastal Country Club Rewards Program. It's as easy as entering your phone number when you make a purchase in-store or do it online. Join today and start enjoying rewards that spend like cash, member-only coupons, and receipt-free returns. It's our way of saying thank you for shopping at Coastal. Join in-store or online at coastalcountry.com forward slash club. You'll be glad you did. Reward dollars in the form of a Coastal credit redeemable for merchandise only. Coastal Country Club memberships available at Oregon, Washington, and California residents 18 years of age or older. See complete details in-store. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. Locally in Auburn, Monroe, Marysville, Mount Vernon, and Squim. Monroe and Arlington are warming up down on the field turf here at John C. Larson Stadium here on the campus of Arlington High School. Let's get the pregame thoughts of Coach Joel Vince. The old professor gave out a homework assignment this week. Coach, you've broken down this game by the numbers. They say the numbers don't lie. What did they tell you? Well, first of all, I want you to know my homework was in on time. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, all it right. was. Um, no, um, these two teams, both coaches said it, they are mirror images of each other. So here, I'll share some numbers with you. Um, average points per game, Monroe, 46, Arlington, 44. Uh, average point differential, this is what they beat teams by, uh, Monroe, 39.1, Arlington, 35. Um, they're almost identical in every stat category. Their quarterbacks uh, are ranked uh, first and third in total pass yardage. Uh, Springer has 27 touchdown passes, three interceptions. Uh, Martin has uh, 24 touchdowns and five interceptions. So when those coaches said 
you know, we watch them on film. It's like watching ourselves. Right. Um, they are very, very, very similar. I do like the fact both of them said, we got to try to con- contain this quarterback. Right. We're talking about the other guy on the other well, team. Well, yeah, and what we're going to see here, and, and uh, Coach Darrow talked about it, Martin is very mobile. And yep. he said in his interview with Steve, they've got to keep him in the pocket. He reminds me a little bit of uh, a Ziomas from Glacier Peak a few years ago. Right. You know, he breaks contain. It's bad news, right? So you've got to basically just kind of stay in front of him, not let him out, and make him throw the ball. Blake Martin, more the uh, traditional pocket passer, not super mobile, but he's going to sling it all over the place. So you've got the offensive numbers, you've got the defensive numbers, you've got the quarterbacks, you've got the analytics. What does Coach Vincent's gut say? Well, my gut says, I, for two reasons, I'm going to make this pick. Okay. Um, okay. I'm picking Arlington tonight. Um, reason number one, they're at home. Mm-hmm. Big game, they're at home. Uh, fans are just fill the stands. It's a sea of pink here, by the way. Yep. Um, uh, they're doing a pink out here tonight. But I also go, uh, one of the things I discovered in the homework assignment that you gave me <laughs> is strength of schedule. Yep. And uh, Arlington has played a, a tougher strength of schedule based on the RPI of their opponents uh, than Monroe has. I think the, R- the West Coast North is a little bit stronger overall. So uh, I think they have more quality wins, if you will. Mm-hmm. So for those two reasons, I would pick Arlington tonight. There you go. Sounds good. And let me get your thoughts on the other crossover games going on tonight. Already underway, Snohomish at Marysville-Pilchuck. Snohomish is, or Marysville-Pilchuck's up big on that loser-out ball game. What, what was your thought on that game? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, Marysville's awfully good. Yeah, they are. And, um, you know, the, the loser-out game that I'm really interested in is this run that Marysville-Getchell's making. Right. That's you know, my next question. Yeah, Shortcrest at Marysville-Getchell. Yeah. Yeah, I think Marysville-Pilchuck gets through their game tonight. Yeah, yeah I, I think they win that game tonight. Um, that Shortcrest-Marysville-Getchell uh, game is a big one for Getchell. That would be a big one for their program. Uh, keep that streak going. This has got to be some kind of school record. You know, if they could win tonight, six straight wins. Oh, yeah, by far, ex- right? Exactly. So, and, you know, I live in the Marysville community. I know how that, how big that would be for that school. How about Stanwood at Marysville or at Montlake Terrace? Oh, boy, howdy. I, you know, Stanwood is an enigma to me. Um, we watched them early in the year. I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, they've just kind of hit the skids here lately. Uh, I know our, our buddy Alex Clausius, that was his upset pick this week. Um, I, I, I don't remember who I picked, honestly. But uh, I, I kind of think I lean towards Terrace just because just the struggles that Stanwood has had and, and uh, you know, that, that uh, big, strong back that Terrace has. I think it's going to be tough for Stanwood. Maybe the most interesting of the bunch, Edmonds Woodway has gone all the way up to Ferndale. Yeah, Gradwell and the boys traveling north, uh, being road warriors. Um, Ferndale's a lot uh, like here. You know, Coach, uh, Coach Darrow was talking about uh, this small town kind of atmosphere. That's Ferndale every day of the week up there. Yeah. You go up there, the streets, uh, every – Every lamp post has Ferndale Eagles banners on them. Uh, they've got that new stadium up there now. Um, they're, they're, their fans tailgate. They get big crowds. Um, I think there's going to be kind of a hostile environment for Coach Gradwell and his boys. Uh, I picked Ferndale in that game. I did have a few people ask me this week, you're not doing the Lake Stevens-Glacier Peak game, which we've done for five or six years in I think a row, every right? year I've been with you guys, yeah, we've yeah. done that one. Your thoughts on the Grizzlies and the Vikings tonight at Veterans Memorial Stadium? In I think it has the potential to be a, a knockdown, drag-out, really close game, actually. Um, uh, one Glacier Peak's got them at home, but uh, I think um, I think they're a little more even this year in terms of overall talent, and uh, so I I, I would not uh, be surprised if that ends up being real close, but I, I would pick Lee Stevens. There you go, Ever Silver Tips. A reminder: they're on the air tonight. It's underway on Classic Country KXA. They're at home, Classic Country KXA, fifteen twenty a.m. and FM one hundred one. 
point one. Tomorrow night, the Silver Tips are back in action. They're on the road in Spokane on the way to the east part of the Western Hockey League. That game right back here tomorrow night. That's a 5.30 pregame show. We will continue live from John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. When we come back, a pinpoint weather report from our KRKL Chief Meteorologist, Tornado Ted Beener, for this night of high school football for your weekend. Stay tuned. Our West Coast tonight pregame show is right here on KRKL, AM 1380 and FM 95.3, Everett's Greatest Hits, Sports and More. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Why are interscholastics boards called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic Sports in Washington. This message presented by the WIAA and the Washington Secondary School Athletic Administrators Association. We're Jet in Black. For over 80 years, we've been your locally owned and family operated appliance store. Shopping here is just different. You see, it starts with our appliance experts who are experienced in jobs of all sizes. So if you're remodeling your kitchen and looking for luxury, or shopping for an entire apartment building and need durability. Our team is trained to find the appliances you need at competitive prices. Judd and Black, your hometown appliance store, online at juddblack.com. There's more to discover at Odyssey 2, now open in their new location on Evergreen Way in Claremont. More room means more stuff, more jewelry, more bullion, more coins, American, Canadian, European, and the rest of the world, and more military surplus, modern and vintage at Odyssey 2. Conveniently located between Harbor Freight and Grocery Outlet in Everett, there's so much to shop at Odyssey 2. New location now open. More coins, costumes, vintage items, more jewelry, and more military military surplus odyssey 2 on facebook or on evergreen way at 52nd street welcome back to john c larson stadium at arlington we're counting down to kickoff for the west Coast 3a north division the arlington eagles and from the south division the monroe bearcats today's game brought to you by kia of everett the lake stevens ace hardware store dave dave and busters glass by lund and by marysville toyota stay with us for our post game show we'll name the Karakil Marysville Toyota player of the game. We'll talk to him on the field and be presented with a sweatshirt from Screen Printing Northwest. So our game today, Monroe and Arlington South number one against North number two in the West Coast 3A. Already underway, Marysville Pilchuck hosting Snohomish. That's number three from the north, number five from the south. And not good news for Panther fans in the second half. It's already 38-0 Marysville Pilchuck. We'll get a full report of that game coming up from Ted Beener. South 2, North 2, up at Ferndale. It's Edmonds Woodway at Ferndale. Stanwood is at Mount Lake Terrace tonight. And the number four teams from the north and the south are meeting up at Coolcita Stadium just down the hill from us. Shortcrest Scotts and the Marysville Getchell Chargers. That game gets underway at 8 o'clock. Ted is there for that game as well. As we mentioned, Lake Stevens at Glacier Peak tonight. Shorewood is at Oak Harbor. Mariner is at Kamiak. Jackson is at Redmond. Issaquah is playing Cascade tonight, 5 o'clock at Everett Memorial Stadium. Had kind of a 
a mix-up of some of the uh, games, some teams that are not playing and some teams that are playing, and so some of the different – Everett has now traveled down to stadium. They were supposed to play Linwood tonight, but they instead are going down to stadium today, down in Tacoma. Chief South is playing Meadowdale at 5 o'clock at Edmonds District Stadium. Foss is at Cedarcrest. Anacortes at Linden. Lakewood at Seaholm. Cahalia is at Sultan. We did learn earlier this evening Cedar Park Christian has forfeited – to Kings. It was Kings senior night, but but Cedar Park Christian forfeited, so that's a 2 nothing win for Kings, and they don't get their final game of the regular season. Granite Falls is at South Whitby tonight. Tulalem Heritage is at Lummi Nation. A couple scores from last night. Uh, Mount Vernon beat Linwood 52-12. to It was Cedro Woolley over Squalicum 50-7, to and Archbishop Murphy beat Burlington Edison 20 20- to seven. Let's get a pinpoint weather forecast from Caracale's chief meteorologist for this sixth week of high school football in western Washington and how weather will be for the rest of your weekend. Ted. Tonight's West Coast 3A championship game will have clear skies but quite cool temperatures and light winds. Kickoff temperatures will be in the mid-40s, dropping into the mid-30s by the final whistle. Be sure to bundle up. The cool sunny days with frosty mornings will continue through the weekend. There will be plenty of sunshine for the Seahawks game Sunday with temperatures hovering right around 50 degrees. And the cool, dry weather looks to hang on into Halloween. I'm North Sound meteorologist Ted Beener. The Wesco Tonight pregame show continues after this timeout. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. For over a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. More than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. It's also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. A new bill in Congress would ensure this free, reliable service remains in cars. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Here's design consultant Lori Butner from Abby Van Dam Carpet and More in Marysville. What I love most about what I can do is I really enjoy going out to a customer's home and doing an in-home consultation and help them find the best pattern or the best style or color that would work with all the furnishings they already have in their home and help them create a happy, stylish living style. An endless array of colors, patterns, and styles available in the flooring, window treatment, and countertop market today. We can meet your creative appetite. Our experienced designers can guide you in making the best flooring decisions. We do countertop materials, quartz, granite, orion, natural stone, and slab. We also do ceramic tiles and porcelain tiles, laminated flooring, luxury vinyl plank, carpet for sure, definitely carpet, hardwood flooring, and window covering. For more information, go to Abby Van Dam carpet.com let's talk websites and podcasts we invite everybody to listen to our prep sports weekly show every monday night seven o'clock live on caracale am 1380 fm 95.3 you can also listen to the show 
anytime after it's over as a podcast on krko.com. Plus, tonight's game will be available in its entirety on the website. Here comes your history lesson with Tall Tom Lafferty. We mentioned earlier that Monroe and Arlington have been on similar paths over the last century, both starting as very small farming and logging communities, but as the population and industry grew in Salmish County, so did the bedroom communities. In the 50s, 60s, and 70s, both were members of the old Northwest AA League. More growth, more industry, bigger schools, movement to bigger campuses meant that Monroe and Arlington, and for that matter, Stanwood and Lake Stevens, were now competing with the big schools on the west side of the county. Tonight's game, a little bit of a throwback to an earlier time. It's team against team, it's school against school, town against town, and it's all under the Friday night lights. Coming up next, tonight's opening kickoff and game action, the Monroe Bearcats meet the Arlington Eagles for the Western Conference 3A football championship. You're listening to Snohomish County Western Conference football on KRKO. K-R-K-O, the station specializing in songs that pick you up. Music makes you feel great, you know. Songs that get you singing. How can you not sing along? Sing with me, sing for the year, sing for the left, sing for the tear. Your music. I know all the words. It makes it easy to sing along. Baby, I'm amazed at the way you help me sing my song. It's Everett's Greatest Hits, only on K-R-K-O. Have you been hurt in an auto accident and had trouble getting a fair settlement from the insurance company? Call us, attorneys Russell and Hill. We'll fight for your rights. We know how to play the insurance company game. We'll get things moving quickly and get you the settlement you deserve. Don't let the insurance company lowball you and delay your claim. Injured in a wreck and denied your check? You know what to do. Call Russell and Hill at 1-800-LAW-0842. That's 1-800-LAW-0842. Hi, I'm Jasmine, owner of Dietrich Espresso. If you're listening in Snohomish, Skagit, or Island Counties, there's a Dietrich Espresso stand near you. With 15 locations and the finest, fastest, and friendliest baristas serving Cafe Darte, dark roasted coffee for a full body flavor. And Dietrich Espresso coffee stands are part of your community. You'll see us in the arena, at the ballpark, and attending your local events and fundraisers. Dietrich Espresso is committed to our community and quality in every cup. Visit us in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties and online at Dietrich Espresso.com. That's DietrichEspresso.com. Get wise about your money with Business Wise. How much money are you planning to leave behind for your loved ones? If you wait to make it official, you might be leaving less than you realize because gifts and estate taxes are going up. Secure the future for those you care about with estate planning from Business Wise Insurance. Online at Business-Wise.com. That's W-I-Z-E. Again, Business-W-I-Z-E.com. Registered Investment Advisor in the State of Washington, CRD 297580. The following is a sports exclusive of KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. This is KRKO Everett. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever. For more than a half a century, KRKO Radio has brought you the best of Snohomish County High School football. The tradition continues. First down, 31 yards to go for Arlington. Shotgun snap, no back. He'll throw it. It's going to be complete. They get something the back. Kate Younger, 30, 25, 20. We'll take it all back. It's fine, says Kate Younger. Touchdown, Arlington. Shotgun snapper for Goso throws it left hand side. 20, 25, 30. Running with the field. He's gone. 40 at the 
50. That's Lane at the 40. At the 30. Up the left hand side. 81 yards. Touchdown. Monroe. For the shotgun snap of a third and two. Taken away from the first man. Yeah, I was just going to say, Everett doesn't have a free Gardoski. Gardoski heads at the 30. At the 20. Gardoski in the end zone. Touchdown. Stepping up the puck is Matthew Throws it has the bar to 10. Runs over a guy at the 5. Very giving end zone. Touchdown, Lake Stevens. There was one guy at the 5, and he was absolutely depleted. We are the station of record and the home of legends. Over the air at 1380 AM and FM 95.3. Streaming live at krko.com and available anywhere on the KRKO app. Novak drops back to pass, lost one to the corner of the end zone. Sukalis goes up and gets it. Touchdown, Arlington to Michael Sukalis. Hand off Carson inside in he'll run. 40, he's at the 50, he's at the 40. See you later. Reservation for six, 10, five. Touchdown, Marysville Pilchuk. He's back. There you go, the final snap, and that is it. And after five tries, the Lake Stephen Vikings are the Class 4A state football champions. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. We come to you live from John C. Larson Stadium on the campus of Arlington High School for this Wesco 3A championship game between the Monroe Bearcats and the Arlington Eagles. High school football action on KRKO brought to you by Marysville Toyota, Glass by Lund, Dave & Buster's, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Kia of Everett, Screen Printing Northwest, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, Chevrolet of Everett, the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, and by Smoky Point Concrete, along with former Jackson head football coach Joel Vincent. I'm Tom Lafferty. Steve Willits is on the sidelines. Our spotter today is Alex Clausius. Our statistician is Buddy Patrick. Ted Beener has been dispatched to Quill City Stadium in Marysville for a seating game doubleheader. Our radio network producer is Brandon Hamilton. The Silver Tips are on Classic Country KXA getting underway here momentarily. We're ready, just about ready to kick the football. Monroe won the toss and Monroe will receive. Now they'll be moving from right to left. So Arlington, Aiden Rainey is ready to go and kick the football for the Eagles, and we are underway. High end over end and short. It's going to be bounce at the 15-yard line, then fielded on the bounce at the 15, heading up. That's Miller up the field at the 20, 25 out to the 27. <laughs> Coach Joel Vincent, that kind of looked a little disjointed there, didn't it? Well, it did. It was a high pooch kick, and then uh, they couldn't field it cleanly and uh, threw the whole timing off, but he kind of made something out of nothing there. I don't think they could figure out who they were going to. Uh... Well, it's hard to set up a wall when, you know, you don't know where the ball is. <laughs> there you go. So we'll start here, says Monroe. First and 10, they will start at their own 28-yard line here. The Wesco 3A Championship, both these teams will advance into the round of 32 next week. But who will be a higher seed? Monroe is figuring they will host a game no matter win or lose. So first and ten for Monroe will give you their starters as we go. Bearcats, they now go to empty backfield. They started full house. They go to empty with Blake Springer. Now man in motion. They'll run the football. Davis around the right-hand side. Heads up field at the 30 at the 35 and goes out of bounds on the far side. So, Coach, a little trickeration there. They go with a full house, and then they go empty. Then they, they run it anyway. Yeah, they go full house, shift to empty, and then they uh, run a little jet sweep off that action for a really good gain on first down. So that's a nine-yard gain on that run. It'll be out to the... 
They put it out at the 37-yard line, so it'll be first and ten, excuse me, second down and one, second and one. Now running back to the left of the quarterback, Springer, hums it over the left-hand side. It's going to be complete at the 45. Rodriguez catches it at the 45-yard line, a seven-yard gain, and a first down for the Monroe Bearcats. Their offense looks like this across the front line. Jake Owens, Clayton Hall, Eli Nugent, Tyler Lynch, and Boyd Aney. The receivers, Aaron Clifton, Isaiah Canizales, Mason Davis, Ryan Miller. The running back, Gavin Rands, and Blake Springer is the quarterback. Into controls, first and 10 from the 45-yard line now. Toss sweep around the right-hand side. That's Rands running. He's going to run into a wall this time. Not quite as much running room this time for the... That Spadey comes up and makes the stop. It's to be a gain of about a yard. It'll be out to the 46, first and or second down and nine coming up here for the Bearcats. Little toss sweep out of the shotgun. Uh, not much work in there. Arlington does a really good job maintaining leverage on the edge there. So it's to be second down, nine yards to go at the 46-yard line for the Bearcats. Both these teams undefeated coming into tonight's Wesco 3A championship game. Shotgun snap, waiting for the snap. Actually, Springer now will kind of relax. He'll look over to the side to double-check. Everybody's ready to go. Everybody's standing like statues. Now he drops back to pass, throws it over. A little bit too high and incomplete. Davis was the intended receiver, Mason Davis. Arlington's defense looked like this. Across the front line, Jeremy Fleming, Dylan Scott, and Levi Reed. The linebackers, Chase DeBerry, Alex Cunningham, Nolan Welch, Kobe Spady, and Bookie Kramer. And the safeties are Cade Hunter, Walker McKinney, and Jake Willis. So incomplete pass brings up third and nine now for the Monroe Bearcats in the white jerseys, orange pants, black helmets, orange numbers, black trim, moving from right to left. Scoreless first quarter here just underway. Passing down here, third and nine. He throws it over the middle. It's going to be a complete great catch and a first down. That's Miller makes the catch, went up and got it, and then took, paid the price. But he's going to get a 13-yard gain into Arlington territory down to the 41-yard line. Great catch by um, Miller, but a great throw by Springer. He just drops it in over the uh, top of the linebacker, but in front of the safety. Uh, great pitch and catch right there. It's interesting. Arlington is doing something we're seeing on Saturdays against spread offenses. They're rushing three. They're dropping eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is a, a trend we're going to see throughout uh, football with uh, teams that run spread. At the 41-yard line, first and 10. They go empty backfield, but they'll swing it out. Rands will take the catch out the right side. Then he's going to get hit right at the line of scrimmage. That was a back backward pass, so that'll be a run play. And so he gets right back to the line of scrimmage, so no gain in that one. Coach, you write that one down as, boy, that doesn't work very well. Yeah, well, that's the second time that Arlington's really made uh, a, a really concerted effort to set the edge out there and not let him outside two times in a row now. So at the 41-yard line still, it's second down, 10 yards to go for the Monroe Bearcats. Motion man through the formation, left to right. Ball's at the right hash mark, shotgun snap, and they will run the football. Rands will carry it. Not much running room there. They're going to be stuffed to the inside part. He'll give him a two-yard gain. He does cross the 40 to the 39, but now brings up another passing down. Third and eight coming up here for the Bearcats. And that was the first kind of run straight ahead uh, run play we've seen tonight. Uh, Didn't work real well for Monroe. Scoreless first quarter, 9-10 to play in the first. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Steve Willits. Alex Glossius, Buddy Patrick. And Brandon Hamilton at the controls. Third down, eight yards to go at the 39-yard line. 
Arlington kind of looked like they were going to jump off sides. They didn't. They still haven't snapped the football. Standing like statues there. Third and eight from the 39-yard line. Shotgun snap. Dropping back. Springer has some time. Sets up. Throws the long bomb down the right-hand side. Looking for a man. It's going to be overthrown and incomplete. Chapman was the intended receiver. Good coverage downfield. Kate Hunter was on him stride for stride. A little bit overthrown. Yeah, and Arlington dialed up something a little different there. We were watching them rush three and drop eight. Uh, for most of that first part of that series there they brought five and manned up all the way across and played man cover there really good job by the corner there they're going to man up here they're going for it on fourth and eight boy seems awfully early fourth and eight at the 39 yard line would springer maybe do a pooch punt here double wideouts to the left and to the right short side of the field he drops back no he's going to throw it he's looking he throws it's going to be complete Miller again makes that catch, and he gets a first down. That's going to be a 10-yard gain, just enough down to the 29-yard line for a first down for the Bearcats. It worked the first time, so run it again. That was the same play that Miller made the big catch earlier in the drive. And so if you're the defensive coach, you say, write that one down. When we see them do this, we got to. Yeah, when that defense comes off, you're going to have a little conversation with your linebackers and your uh, uh, safeties there. Make some adjustments. Tenth play of this opening drive of the football game. We're scoreless in the first quarter, down to 8-19 to play in the first. From the 29-yard line, ball to center of the field. Monroe first and 10. Single wideouts both ways. Three running back, actually the quarterback and two running backs still in the backfield. They will run it this time. Mauser will carry it. Not much running room there for Mauser. Give him a yard gain down to the 28-yard line. Well, that's, that's about the ninth. They've run ten plays, and I think we've seen nine different formations. Yeah, yeah, and, and part of that is all probably all scripted uh, by uh, Coach Darrow and his staff. See what kind of uh, looks they're getting out of Arlington here early. Second down, nine yards to go at the 28-yard line. Bought the right hash for the Monroe Bearcats. Monroe in the white jerseys, orange pants, black helmets, orange numbers, and black trim. Moving right to left here. It's second down, nine yards to go from the 28. Ball the right hash, trip set out to the left side now for the Bearcats. Lone running back to the right of Springer. Yeah, now Coach Darrow wants a timeout. Yeah. They were taking a long time to get all set up, so as Monroe calls timeout, we will call timeout. We're scoreless. 7-16 to go in the opening quarter right here on KRKO. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood. And online at DaveAndBusters.com. Welcome back here. Lake Stevens is leading Glacier Peak 7-0. They're about four minutes in down at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. We're at John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington for the Westco 3A championship game between the Arlington Eagles and the Monroe Bearcats. Arlington's yet to touch the football. About a dozen plays in this opening drive of the football game, but Monroe is down to the Arlington 28-yard line where it's second down and eight yards to go, call it nine yards to go for the Bearcats. After their timeout, here comes the shotgun snap to Springer. Steps up to pass and throws it over the left-hand side. It's going to be low. Did he make the catch or not? I, th- they, 
I think they're saying he did catch it. They're, the two officials yep. are talking about it. Yep, yep they're going to say he did catch yep. it. The side judge is going to come in and tell the back judge who, who would have had a hard time seeing that, that he really thought he caught that. Yeah, the back judge is Pat Seavers. The line judge is Brian Clute. The head linesman is Craig Johnson. The umpire, Dean Corcoran, and the referee is Steve Jensen. Pretty much a number one crew on this West Coast 3A championship night. So gain of about seven puts him down for a third and two at the 21-yard line. Motion man through the formation, throw to him. It's a backward pass. Davis makes the catch. Nahee won't go anywhere. He'll be dropped. He caught that. Spady comes up, makes a stop. He caught that in a backward pass and then had the momentum to turn the corner, but suddenly it was an obstruction. Yeah, other than that initial jet sweep on the first play, um, Monroe has really tried to test Arlington out on the edges, and Arlington has done a nice job three straight times holding them to nothing. Here's another fourth down, fourth and five, 13th play of this drive. Fourth and five at the 24-yard line. Back to pass Springer, throws it. It's going to be incomplete or is it no they say he caught it he caught it over the far sideline it's going to be right at the sticks oh they're moving they're going to move the sticks so so it'll be a five yard gain clifton made that catch he came back boy some of these balls he's throwing are right down on the turf aren't they well they're only in places where his guys can get them that's for sure and the defender came through and was hacking at the defender was right there i mean that that ball's not completed if springer doesn't put it exactly where he did so it's first and 10, another first down, 14th play of this drive. They're at the 29-yard line, just little bits at a time. Back to pass Springer, throws over Uh-oh. left-hand side, intercepted. Picked off at the 15, 20, 25 on the return. Stiff arm at the 35, out to the 40-yard line. That is Bookie Kramer who picked that ball off. Went high in the air, got the football. That's about a 25-yard return all the way out to the 37-yard line. Arlington football on the turnover. And that's great linebacker play out of that young man. Okay, he takes his drop. Nobody shows in front. He just continues to get depth. Springer tried to fit it in over the top of him, but he had gotten enough depth that he can get that interception. That's a great linebacker play. So that's a 14 or 15 play drive, all for nothing for the Monroe Bearcats. It's first and 10, Arlington on their home field at the 37-yard line. The quarterback is Leighton Martin. Standing in the shotgun, has a running back to his left. Double wideouts to the left. We'll give you the starters as we go along here. Man in motion through the formation. Fake it to both those guys. He'll step up in the pocket. Now he'll run. No, he'll throw. He puts it downfield. Has a man there. The catch is made at the 25. At the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Arlington. Kane Hunter hauled it in. 63-yard touchdown for the Arlington Eagles. Quick strike for the Eagles. And what didn't happen there for Coach Darrow is he didn't keep Martin in front of you. Right? Yep. Rush kind of got up the field too deep. He steps underneath, extends the play, finds the post down the middle of the field. Yep. Right down the field they go. That's going to be an easy one for Buddy Patrick to give us the drive. One play. Well, we go from 14 plays in a drive that, that produce no points to one play in a drive that produces, well, what might be seven here with well, successful And it's got to be just disheartening for Monroe. If you're a Monroe player, all that work. Well, we'll see how they bounce back here once they get the ball back. Aiden Rainey to kick the extra point out of the hold of Jake Willis. The kick is airborne up, and it is good. So with five minutes and 18 seconds to play in the opening quarter, our score, the Arlington Eagles 7 and the Monroe Bearcats nothing. Let's go to Tornado Ted Beener, who is at Quill City Stadium in Marysville for Marysville, Pilchuck, and Snohomish. Ted. 
All right, thank you, Tom. The halftime score here was Murraysville, Pilchuck, Tomahawk 24, and Sohomish Panthers nothing. In the second half, Marysville Pilchuck continued to pitch a shutout, scoring three more times by early in the fourth quarter, taking a 45 to nothing lead. With younger players in the lineup on both sides of the ball, Snohomish did drive well into Tomahawk territory at the 30-yard line halfway through the fourth quarter, but a fumble ended that threat. So the final in this contest, Marysville Pilchuck Tomahawks 45 and the Snohomish Panthers nothing from Quilcita Stadium in Marysville. This is Chet Beener. Tom? Thank you very much, Ted. So 45 nothing win for Marysville Pilchuck. And if I'm not mistaken, now Marysville Pilchuck has punched their ticket, right, to the, next, to the next round. They will go to the round of 32. Snohomish will play next week in a Week 10 game, but it will not be of the playoff variety. So I've got yeah. an update on the possible Wesco 4A okay. if there's a three-way tie. Yeah, what do you got? When we get time. Okay. All right. We're ready to kick it off here. We'll take a look at that scoring drive as well for the Arlington Eagles, Monroe. Like I said, just, just got to be disheartened. You work and work and work, and but those turn who didn't both coaches say whoever takes care of the football. Well, I mean, in a game where these two teams are as evenly matched as they are, the the, the difference in this game could be one turnover, could be one penalty. So, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of margin for error when you get these teams that are this closely matched up. So, waiting for Rainey to kick it for the Eagles back to. Davis is deep to receive Mason Davis standing at about the 15-yard line, 10-yard line or so, waiting for the approach here. Here comes. End over end, about the same spot. It's going to be Davis at the 15-20 up the left-hand side at the 25-30 and out to about the 31-32 yard line. He steps out of bounds. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. Well, after that interception, Arlington takes just one play through the air, 63-yard touchdown pass from Leighton Martin to Cade Mart to Cade Hunter, uh, taking 12 seconds to make that play. Aiden Rainey's point after was good, 5:18 to go here in the first quarter. Arlington seven, Monroe zero. That scoring recap brought to you by the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store. Ace is a place for the helpful hardware folks. That's a Ace Hardware Store in Lake Stevens Marketplace. So a seven-nothing lead for Arlington on their home field against Monroe. Monroe will try to re-rack it here after a very long drive that they came away empty with. First and 10, give it to Rands. He'll run the football. He'll get a little breathing room there out to the 35, out close to the 37-yard line. Gavin Rands on the carry. Gain of about five out to the 37. And now immediately Monroe comes up to the line of scrimmage. They're ready to go. Trip set out to the right side. Second down, five yards to go. Blake Springer now will look to the sideline for the play. Here comes the shotgun snap. Rolls to the right. Looking, looking, still rolling. Throws. Inter- almost oh. intercepted. Oh. Oh. That, I think that would have been a house call. <laughs> yeah. Caden Patterson had it in his hands, and I think he was thinking, how am I going to celebrate when I get down there? Because he just, well, it was a little low. Well, and I'm looking at that young man. I don't have my binoculars on. Maybe Alex can help me out. It looks like he's wearing a big pass club on his right hand. Maybe that made it hard for him to get that interception. Almost picked off, so it will be. Now they'll make you gun shy now. Two, two passes that one has been picked off and then one that was almost picked off. Back-to-back on his last two attempts. Yep, yeah. yep. Second down. And five yards to go. Second and five for Monroe. Bought the left hash mark. 
third down, excuse me, third down back to pass. Comes one down the left-hand side, has a man down there. It's going to be incomplete. They were pushing on each other stride for stride. Davis was the intended receiver, couldn't quite catch up with the football. It'll bring up. Now we're going to have a flag down. I think this is going to be celebration. Well, it might be on Monroe. There was a, a young man on the far side of the field who was being pretty emphatic with the official talking to him. Looked oh. pretty keyed up, and then the flag went up. So Steve Jensen, he got, yeah, it, after the play was way over, and then the And it was far, way on the far side of the field. Yeah, yeah, the yeah far, I think there was a Monroe player unhappy. Yeah, unsportsmanlike conduct yeah. against Monroe. So that, that has to do with that young man probably complaining and probably saying something he should not have said to the official. Wow. So that's going to back him up. Yeah, that doesn't help. So that brings up... It's post. The, I don't think that they're going to replay the down. This is going to be fourth down. It will be fourth down. Yeah, the, the play was incomplete. Yeah, Brought a, up fourth a, down. Yeah, that's a dead ball foul. Yeah. Springer is the punter here, but now it's going to be fourth down and a country mile. We're out here in the country in Arlington. Fourth and about 23, 24 yards to go, and Monroe will have to punt the football. Springer in to do the duties. Kind of a high snap. Gets the ball away. Adams is deep to receive here. He'll just let the ball bounce out of bounds at the 40-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Arlington in pretty good field position. Let's go down to the field to Steve Willett. Steve. Yeah, and what a costly penalty that is. You're already playing one possession behind in the game. You're getting ready to punt for the second time. The last thing you want to do is give Arlington free yards, and that's exactly what Monroe did. By the way, great crowd here tonight. Definitely a pleasant evening out here. A little bit on the chilly side, and it's going to get colder, but not a cloud in the sky. Feeling pretty good down here on a full moon night. Hey, I'll take chilly rather than wet. Amen. <laughs> there you go. In fact, a bowl of chili sounds really good right now, too. A little cornbread. <laughs> there you go. First and 10 at the 40-yard line now for Arlington. Back to pass is Martin. Looks to throw. Kind of indecisive now. Now being chased, he's going to throw it into the bench area and out of bounds. Smart there. He wasn't really sure who to throw to, and he had a defender breathing down his neck. He says, I'm hucking this thing over to the lane three on the track. Yeah, I think it was almost preset who he was going to throw to, uh, pre-snap. And he went through a series of fakes and looked to the guy that he thought he would see open. He was not open. And uh, Monroe does a nice job there, not letting him break contain, keeping him in the pocket, making him throw it away. Second down and 10 yards to go at the 40-yard line. Ball the right hash. Shotgun snap back for Martin. Here comes the blitz. He steps through it. He throws it on the run. It's going to be caught or incomplete? Caught. Caught. Monroe play, players and coaches were saying incomplete. You got to wait for the guy in the striped shirt, and that is Stevie Balderas who makes that catch for 22 yards and a first down all the way down to the 37-yard line. Yeah, doing a little toe-tapping, dancing over there to get his feet down before he went out of bounds. I think that's what the Monroe coaches were trying to sell was that he did not do that. They moved but, the uh, sticks. The officials thought different. They move the sticks, and Arlington's up to the line of scrimmage. They're ready to go. First and 10 from the 37-yard line. Trip set to the right, but they will run the football. That's Reed, and Reed will be brought down, wrestled to the ground for no gain, maybe a half yard. Let's give you the Arlington offense. Across the front line, Willem Van Dongen, Parker Kinney, the center, Roy Kaler. Right side of the line, Evan Boyer and Dylan Scott. 
The tight end, Chase DeBerry. Wide receiver on the right side is Cade Hunter. Slot back is Stevie Balderas. Wide receiver, Jake Willis. Running back, Caleb Reed. And Leighton Martin is the quarterback. Standing in the shotgun. Motion man on second and eight. They'll give it to Reed. He'll run the football at the 35 at the 30. Still on his feet at the 25 at the 20. Down the left-hand side at the five. And brought out of bounds before he gets to the end zone. Kind of a slow play developing, headed out to the left-hand side, then suddenly I think the, the C's open and he had some space to run. Ah, just a great misdirection play. They run a, a jet sweep action to the offense's right, and then they run a little inside counter left. Uh, that's almost kind of wing T stuff out of the out of the shotgun. It's pretty pretty cool play. It's going to be 32 yards, and it's first down goal to go. Quarterback keeper Martin will throw it too high and incomplete. Balderas was the intended receiver over the right sideline. Incomplete pass, though, brings up second down goal to go for the Arlington Eagles. Stops the clock with three minutes and 17 seconds to go here. A 7-0 lead for the Eagles, and they're threatening again in the red zone. Looks like Arlington's brought kind of their uh, heavy package in. Took some of their smaller receivers out, ran a couple tight ends out. So yeah, they're going to go They're going to go heavy here. They're yeah. going to be under center, and they're going to go power football right here. But they do have Willis over, Mr. Willis over here to the right side. On second down goal to go at the five. But they'll run the football inside handoff. A little bit of running room there for a couple of two, three yards maybe. That was Reed carrying. They're right back on the ball, Tom. Yep, they're up to the line of scrimmage. So it's be third down goal to go at about the two here. And now we're going to have a whistle. Is Monroe calling a timeout or is Arlington thinking this is no Monroe Monroe wasn't ready defensively no and they've called their second timeout yeah we're not even through the first quarter yeah we will keep it right here let's go back down see what uh, Steve Willits has been doing down there on the sideline just hanging out right here on the goal line waiting to see what happens and coach I've got to think you've been through this many times key game like this burning that second timeout two within the first 10 minutes of the game that's got to kind of drive you crazy on the sideline doesn't it uh, <clears throat> yeah uh-oh. I lost oh. my voice here. <laughs> He's got a- I'll, I'll say yes for him. How does that sound? <laughs> oh, yes, All right, I'm back. I had to go a drink of water. Um, no, exactly. Um, not as worrisome as if it happened in the second half, right? But um, you don't want to be burning those timeouts in a game that you think is going to be really close. You would want those timeouts if you had a possession near the end of the half. But obviously Monroe's not going to have those now. Give you this score update that we did have. Lake Stevens, four minutes in, was leading Glacier Peak 7-0. Marysville Pilchuck defeated Snohomish already tonight, 45-0. First game of a doubleheader at Cool City Stadium just over the hill in Marysville. So it's third down, goal to go. At about the three-yard line for the Arlington Eagles. And they come out in their regular package now. Yeah, double wideouts both sides. Leighton Martin puts a man in motion back through the formation from left to right. But they will run the football. Give it to Reed, and he breaks into the free and into the end zone. Caleb Reed, touchdown, Eagles. Very easy, that one. It just all opened up on the right-hand side, and he was just about untouched. Yeah, good coaching there by Coach Taylor. You know that Monroe in that timeout was talking about that heavy set that Arlington was in. Right. How do you want to get lined up against that, right? And then they come out of the timeout. Taylor switches up, goes back to spread. Whatever you just talked about in the timeout doesn't even matter. Aiden Rainey to kick the extra point out of the hold of Jake Willis. Here comes the spot. The kick is up 
and it is good with two minutes and 55 seconds to play in the opening quarter now the Arlington Eagles 14 the Monroe Bearcats nothing back with more from Arlington after this timeout the first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. 14-0 lead for the Arlington Eagles over the Monroe Bearcats. This just in. News news from the news desk. Let's go to Coach Vincent. Yeah, I was CC'd in some emails today. Um, if Mariner beats Kamiak tonight, yes. it is a three-way tie with Mariner, Kamiak, Jackson for that last 4A spot. They will play Kansas City three-way, three-round or round Kansas City tiebreak tiebreaker tomorrow at mariner high school at 3 p.m if mariner beats kamiak tonight okay probably mariner won't beat kamiak tonight um i picked kamiak but <laughs> okay we'll all see right. what happens all right so we will see so mariner and kamiak jackson is playing a non-league game at redmond tonight so they've already got a one and three record the one and two spots will be lake stevens or Glacier Peak, depending on the winner of tonight's game going on at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. A 14-0 lead here for Arlington. They're set to kick it off. Aiden Rainey to put his foot to it. Monroe, a couple of turnovers. They're on their heels now. They've, yeah. got, they've got to do something positive here. Here comes the approach and the kick. High end over end. Davis at the 10, at the 15, heads right now at the 20, going laterally, hurdles a man, and then gets hit down and brought down at the 23-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for the Bearcats. We go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. Arlington gets 60, goes 60 yards, seven plays, four on the ground, three through the air, taking a minute and a half off of the clock. Three-yard touchdown run by Caleb Reed. Point after was good by Rainey, and with two, two, hour, two minutes and 55 seconds left in this game, 14-0 Arlington. You're probably about right, about two hours left in the game. That scoring recap brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one price, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota. So here comes the Bearcats, down two scores now. They'll run the football in first and ten, give it to Bowser. He's hit hard. Turned the corner left-hand side, got a couple of yards, and Walker McKinney comes up and says, how you doing? Welcome to, welcome to Arlington. Welcome to Arlington, and I play linebacker, and I will be here all night. <laughs> I'll be right in the spot. Come, come come, back and see me sometime. So he's out down to the 28-yard line. Wow, that was a bad a hard hit. Yes, Great hit. Was. Great hit. And I can hear it through my headset. <laughs> That's right. And the band is playing right down in front of us with half a dozen sousaphones and trombones right in front of us. Second down, six yards to go at the... Th 29-yard line, screen. dropping back to pass. Screen pass is going to be complete. That's Rams who makes a catch at the 35, out close to the 40-yard line. It's going to be enough for a first down. Gavin Rands made that catch. Boy, he dropped back deep, didn't need to throw that screen pass. Yeah, that's intentional. You're encouraging those defensive linemen to work their way up the field, and then you're just going to dump it right over the top of them, and then you, uh, you've got linemen downfield blocker for you. Line of scrimmage, the 41-yard line, bought the left hash. It's a first and 10 for Monroe. Down two scores in the Wesco 3A football championship. As you, as you mentioned earlier, Arlington will 
drop their defense back, and they'll run the football. The Brands will carry and get out to the 45, out to the 46-yard line for about a five-yard gain. Yeah, so far, I mean, Monroe hasn't done anything that's going to force Arlington out of rushing three and dropping eight. Until they can effectively demonstrate they can run the football, I think Arlington could just pretty much stay in this. Second down, five yards to go at the 46-yard line. Shotgun snap here for Blake Springer. With double wideouts to the right, one to the le- two to the left as well. Running back behind, beside him as he drops back to pass. Now no one to pass to. He's going to try to scramble. He's just going to dump it. It's going to be complete. They're going to say incomplete. No, he was juggling the football as he was coming out of bounds. Yeah, I don't think he ever completely caught it because the Arlington defenders the one that actually gave the ball back to the officials. So I don't think he ever really caught it. No, it was Ryan Miller was the intended. We've got a flag down. It's going to be holding against the uh, Monroe Bearcats. And Coach Taylor is signaling that he wants to take the penalty. So they will replay second down, playing the uh, field position. So hold against Monroe. That negates what, what wasn't a catch anyway up the field. Minute 20 to play, opening quarter, 14-0 lead for the Eagles. The Bearcats with the football. Second down, 15 yards to go at the 36-yard line. Fumbled the snap, and then he goes back and retrieves it, plays it off the carom. Now he throws it into the bench area on the far side. He had a receiver down that way. Rodriguez was the intended receiver, yeah, he sort of. Shot. Springer's just throwing it away right there, yeah. trying to survive. The, I, I didn't see. Did the, did the snap come in low or high, or did he just uh, bobble it? kind of it? off to the high to the right. Okay. And, uh, you know, those are the kinds of things that's probably would drive Coach Darrow crazy. They probably haven't done that three times all year right and here you are your big game you're two scores down and something as simple as that that you've done a million times this year goes wrong um yeah he's got to be pretty frustrating so it's third and 15 now at the 36 yard line bought the left hash mark you got to be real careful here for your monroe and, and how aggressive you are about getting this on a third and 15 play shotgun snap back to pass his springer sets up in the pocket throws it it's going to be almost intercepted Kate Hunter almost had his second of the game. He kind of ran into his own guy, and the ball was coming in hot, and he almost had another INT. Instead, now the Bearcats will have to punt the football. Yeah, there's just there's nowhere really for, for uh, other than the two uh, receptions to Miller, there's just nowhere for Springer to throw the ball. No. That's tough. You know, you've got eight defenders covering four or five offensive players, receivers. There's just not a lot of areas to throw the ball. Willis is back to receive at about the 34-yard line. Blake Springer is the punter, puts his foot to it. Willis fields at the 30, now heads up field, 35, 40, up the field, right side, right up the numbers at the 45, at the 50, all the way down to the 45-yard line of Monroe. It'll be about a 23-yard return. We do have a player down, a Monroe player down, right on the zero of the 40 back here. It was a nice return. It just, again, it was kind of slow developing. He just like, I'll just wait for you guys to block for me, and then I'm going to go this way. Yeah, and then he just kind of hit it up in there. And, and I think I heard him say, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I'll just be going through here. Did we have we procured and a with number with that really here? good return, they're actually yeah. out in front of where the interception was dropped. So, right. they, I mean, they actually kind of got a gain of net yards there uh, with that really good return. Look at you looking at the bright side of things. Hey, it happens once <laughs> in a Mr. while. Mr. Optimus. What? 
So Biggie Natoa, who's one of their best players, he's gets up now. Well, that's encouraging. He's jogging off. Yeah, he's kind of took a shot, so he's heading off the field with no no aid, so he will make it back out, I'm sure. As our friend Ampero would say, he's going to list him as probable to return. So, so it'll be first and 10 at the 47-yard line. About the right hash. Now all five officials are meeting. In the, they love pictures of this when all five officials are meeting. Because they're trying to decide, I think, where the football's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, which, which which branch of the buzz in will they be meeting at after the game? I'm not sure what they're what they're discussing. I'm not sure what there would be to discuss. There was no penalty on the play on the return. So Steve, he's throwing. They're okay. going to say. I was wondering. I was wondering. When when Roe punted the ball, before the ball was snapped, they had a late entry from their sideline. Right, right. And he came on, and then he was just kind of curving up. toward. He was going towards the line of scrimmage to get set, and that ball was snapped. In the illegal participation. Illegal participation, illegal substitution. Yeah. Because he didn't get past the hash marks. Right. So they, they didn't throw the flag immediately because I think they probably looked and go, where's that guy coming from? Yeah. I saw him coming yeah. in, too, and I thought, well, okay. So here we go. Back to pass is Martin. He fumbles the football. Who's got it? Still a scramble for it. Arlington may have it. Monroe has it. There was a scrum for it. I'm not sure why Leighton Chapman got it for Monroe, and it's going to be Monroe football. That was weird looking. Well, it's just it's Martin trying to make something out of nothing. A uh, little bit of desperation there. Steve Willis, that was kind of weird looking. Yeah, exactly what Coach Vincent just said. I was those exact words. I mean, he was. I, I, Marcus Tuiasasopo, for those that are old enough to remember, <laughs> yeah. every time that he thought he had a play, wherever he was on the field, whether he was past the line of scrimmage or not, and that's what Leighton tried to do there. I think he just realized he was getting ready to get tackled. He looked out to his side, saw one of his running backs was out there, and thought, "I can make this play." And unfortunately for him, he short hopped it to him. So that's a turnover on Arlington. It's Monroe football. Just about back where they were before. Back to pass to Springer. Throws it. It's going to be complete. Miller makes a catch and then hit hard as soon as he catches the football. Bookie Kramer is having a good game tonight. Yeah. Bookie. Great play there. He had the interception earlier. And so that'll be a three-yard gain officially out to the 40-yard line. And we're down to 27 seconds to play in this opening quarter. 22 on the game clock, on the play clock. Second down and seven yards to go. Again, they back away defensively. Back to pass is Springer. Sets up, has plenty of time this time. Now he swings it down to Davis. Makes a catch at the 25-yard line, down to the 20. Davis came back and got the football. Had two defenders there. Draped, draped all over him. Hunter and Willis were there. The law office of Hunter and Willis but they couldn't prevent him from making that catch all the way down to the 21-yard line. It's first and 10 for the Monroe Bearcats. That's the end of the first quarter. So we will resume. Second quarter coming up. After one, it's the Arlington Eagles, 14. The Monroe Bearcats, nothing. We're at John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. The Wesco 3A Football Championship on KRKO. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. 
Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. The Snohomish Brewfest, the largest, most impactful fundraiser for the Snohomish Senior Center, is Saturday, November 4th at Thomas Family Farms in Snohomish. Snohomish Brewfest features craft brewers, local wineries, plus cideries and distillers. It runs from 2 to 8, and there will be live music from 4 until 7, starring the Pilchuck Boys, and local sports will be on the big screens, so you won't miss a play. Tickets are just $35 in advance or $39 at the door and includes a souvenir, tasting glass, and seven drink tokens. Tickets and details at snohomishbrewfest.com. That's snohomishbrewfest.com. Cheers. We welcome you back to John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington, the West Coast 3A football championship between the Arlington Eagles and the Monroe Bearcats. Arlington with a 14-0 lead. Bearcats with a football and a first and 10. After a big gainer earlier, they get down to the 20-yard line. Actually, they're at the 21, so not quite in the red zone yet. We've got some other scores we'll pass along as well. So first and 10 from the 21 for the Eagle, for the, excuse me, the Bearcats. Ball the left hash mark, motion man through the formation. Shotgun snap here for Springer. He will give it to Gavin Rands, who dives forward across the uh, 20, down to about the 18-yard line. And then we had a body slam. It was like a, the WWE broke out. What did we ever? Number eight for Arlington's coming off. He took, he, he took the brunt end of that. And there was no no flag there. No, he got up wondering why there wasn't one. Yeah, that looked a little strange. Huh. Jeremy Fleming. So it'll be second down and eight yards to go. Now they are in the red zone at the 19-yard line. Shotgun snap for Springer. Low snap. They will run the football. Rands again. That low snap kind of delayed the handoff, and that will mean they delayed the run, and they're going to lose two right back to the original line scrimmage just shy of the 20-yard line. That low snap rears its ugly head again. So loss of a couple brings up third and long here for the Bearcats. See what they do here on a third and long. You'd think passing down as... Mouser is to the right of the quarterback, Springer, who takes this snap. No, he looks up momentarily to the sideline to confirm the play. Here comes the snap now. He bobbled it again, looking upfield. Now he's going to run it. No, he's going to get hit, and he's going to be brought down back at the 25-yard line. Kobe Spady comes up from his defensive spot and drops him there. No one to pass to. He's going to lose four yards on the play. No, and there's an old coach's adage in football that Good defenses don't let offenses roll out. That was a straight sprint out. Okay, Springer wanted to get to the edge. Arlington wasn't having it. So fourth and long here, but they're going to go for it. You've got a feeling it's crunch time already here. On a fourth and 14 yards to go at the 25-yard line now. Back to pass is Springer. Sets up, has a man. It's going to be complete and got the first down. Inside the 10, out of bounds at about the 6-yard line. Miller made that catch. A 19-yard play. Nice play there. Yeah, and Miller's kind of the guy that Springer looks to in these these uh, third long, fourth and long situations. Let's give you the uh, other scores we had. Ferndale leading Edmonds Woodway in the first quarter 14 to nothing. 
Lake Stevens leading Glacier Peak in the second quarter, 14 to nothing. Mariner leading Kamiak second quarter, 6 to nothing. So it's first down goal to go for the Monroe Bearcats. Inside the 10-yard line at about the 7. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Lofts one over to the right-hand corner, into the corner. No, the, there's no score because the ball. The ball's laying on the ground. The two guys went down. They were still wrestling for it. Well, the ball had already fallen to the turf. Incomplete pass. Steve, right there in front of you. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. I mean, they were just, that was a good old play where you just throw the fade out to the tallest guy in the field. Try to get number three out there, Isaiah. And you got to give a lot of credit that time, too. Number eight, that's uh, Cade Hunter. Hunter just basically face-checked him the whole time. Did not touch him. Made sure that he stayed right in front of that face mask. And, uh came down and touched him right as that ball was coming down of perfectly executed defense. Isaiah Canizales was the intended receiver. Second down goal to go at the six-yard line. Shotgun snap. They'll run it to Rands. He'll get across the five down to about the three, maybe the two, about a three-yard gain. So that's going to bring up now a third down goal to go for Monroe. Down 14-0, nine and a half minutes to play in this first half up in Arlington. The Wesco 3A football championship. Line of scrimmage is the three. And it's third down goal to go. Springer waiting for the snap. No, that's not Springer. They're going to go directly to Rance, who goes right side. Wildcat, touchdown, three-yard gain. Yeah, after that shift, Monroe only had two players to the left of center. I mean, talk about an unbalanced look. Arlington right. makes no adjustment whatsoever, and Rance just runs in there untouched. Yeah, I looked up, and, okay, that's Gavin Rance because he's way littler than Blake Springer's a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was not him. So waiting for the addition of the extra point as Monroe gets on the board, Jack Irwin to kick it. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. The kick is up. And it is no good. Missed it. Missed it wide to the right. So with 9 minutes and 14, they'll be chasing those points all night. 9 minutes and 14 seconds to play in the first half. It's 14 to 6. Arlington leading Monroe. Back with more after this timeout. Show them you care no matter the reason. Give the gift of originality from the Crafty Bees. Make their house a home with gorgeous homemade decor, signs, clocks, shelves, and candles. Nurture body and mind with lotions, CBD products, even baked goods at the Crafty Bees. Send a thoughtful card, give a book from a local author, make friends with a cuddly critter, or find the perfect coffee cup. Locally made products from small businesses right here in the Pacific Northwest on Ferdale in Edmonds, inside the Everett Mall, and online, the Crafty Bees. Welcome back. John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. Monroe traveled fairly well here. Pretty good student section. They're bouncing up and down. They're not using the seats, the stands over there. They got a huge cheer squad. They do. There must be 30, 30 kids along the front there. So that's where most of their fans are. They're facing the other way. They're the cheerleader. We'll get to take a look at that scoring drive for Monroe here in just a moment. We had mentioned that all of the Arlington players have pink socks and a lot of the pink sleeves on here. It's a pink out night here. Here is the kick away. It's going to be Hunter will take it at the 10, 15, heads right at the 20, at the 25, at the 30, stays inbound. He tried to tightrope his way inbound. See where they say he finally stepped out of bounds, about the 34-yard line, I think. Pretty good return there. Let's go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive. 
the Bearcats get on the board with a 63-yard drive, nine plays, six on the ground, three through the air, taking three and a half minutes off of the clock, a three-yard touchdown run by Gavin Rands. Jack Irwin's point after was no good due to the low snap, and with 9.14 to go here in the first half, Arlington 14, Monroe 6. First and 10 now at the 31-yard line. Back to pass, Leighton Martin throws it down the left-hand side. He's got a man there. That's Willis. Makes a catch at the 35, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown. The quick strike. Arlington Eagles striking in. 66 yards for the score. Holy smokes. That was quick. (laughs) What a perfectly thrown ball, though. He just dropped just it, dropped right it in, in the, the bucket. basket, yep. right on stride. He was probably a good four yards behind the defender, and then he just outran him to the goal line. Yeah, the, and the defender just looked, oh, dang. Should have kept him in front of me. So waiting for the addition of the extra point here by Rainey. Here comes the kick is up. And it is good. We'll step out with 8.58 to play in the first half of action. Our score, 21-6, Arlington over Monroe. Back with more after this timeout. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Let's give you a World Series score. D-backs leading the Texas Rangers 5-3 in the eighth inning. Here it's 21-6, Arlington leading Monroe. And we are going to get a um, total number of plays run by these two teams. Arlington, Coach, they just go fast, yeah, right? Yeah, they don't have it very much, but they, <laughs> they, they, when they do have it, they make it count. Yeah, they're up in the uh, scores per play category. They're way high tonight. So we'll take a look at that scoring drive as well. That previous scoring drive was brought to you by Smoky Point Concrete. They've been part of Strong Foundation for more than four decades. Let's keep building teams and communities, smokypointconcrete.com. So they've lined it up at the 40-yard line. Arlington with a 21-6 lead over the Monroe Bearcats. And it'll be rainy to kick it here. Lake Stevens has opened up a 21-0 lead over the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. Got it. Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Waiting for the Arlington approach here. By Rainey. Davis is deep to receive. High end over end. Deep this time down to the five-yard line. To the 10. Davis on the return. Heads laterally at the 15. Then hit. And the ball's loose. I think he got it back himself. The ball was loose. You know, Coach, he comes upfield, then he goes laterally, and suddenly here come all the defenders at him, and they kind of take a shot at him. Yeah, that that ball comes out because of a great tackle, right, a great contact. And uh, fortunately for Monroe, he was able to get back on it. Okay, buddy, here you go. Well, to answer that first question, 31 plays so far for Monroe, 10 for Arlington on the offensive side. Arlington on that play just takes one play, 66-yard. Touchdown pass from Leighton Martin to Jake Willis. Rainey's point after was good. 8.58 to go here in the opening half. 21-6 Arlington. So it's I think, first. I think if you would 
told Coach Taylor he'd run 10 plays and have 21 points before the game, I think he would have taken we'll, it. We'll take that. So first and 10 at the 13-yard line. Gavin Rands will run the football across the 15, gets out to the 20 and out to about the 21-yard line. Gavin Rands on the carry. Now they're going to call the trainers in. I think he's hurt. That scoring drive brought to you by the Buzz In Steakhouse. If you're looking for a great deal and a great meal, head to the Buzz In Steakhouse. Enjoy their signature breakfast Monday through Friday until 1030. 12 locations to serve you, including right here in Arlington, just right down over the hill, through Edgecombe and down to the uh, Buzz In Steakhouse. So you, you had to work that in. I did. did you? I got. I told you I would. Well, I, I went on a field trip. I learned where Edgecombe was. So we have an injured Monroe Bearcat down. I think it's the running back. Yeah, Gavin Rands, we're pretty sure. Yep, it is. And he is going to walk off under his own power, but kind of gingerly to the far side. So next man up there for the Bearcats. 21-6 the lead for the Eagles. Bearcats football now facing a second down. And three yards to go at the 20-yard line with your best running back who just went off injured. Blake Springer stands in the shotgun. Mauser to his left. Waiting for the snap. Throw it. It's going to be complete. Out for just barely a first down. That's going to be caught out of the little flat. That was Davis who made that catch. I think just barely enough to get a first down. Yeah, they'll move the sticks out to the 23-yard line but not by much more than that. But if you're Arlington, you'll give up two yards of play all night because you'll always come up short. First and ten, back to pass. He pumps once. Now Springer throws it into traffic. Almost. I want to give Kate Hunter another. He doesn't have any interceptions yet, but he's got two almosts. Kate almost Hunter. <laughs> That's right, because he almost had that one too, and it was right to him. Yeah, if we were talking to him right now, he would tell you he should have had that one. Yeah. Yeah, so. Definitely got a nose for the football. He's always around it. Let's go down to Steve. Dolzer, that's the nickname you don't want in football. You don't want to be known as almost. <laughs> he was almost a good second down and 10 yards to go. Back to pass, rolling right. Springer throws it back against the grain. It's going to be complete. Mauser makes the catch. Then he's gang-tackled as he gets out to about the 28-yard line. About a five-yard gain on that screen pass. But it's, a, again, one of those nights. Well defended by Arlington, though. I mean, Monroe does a little half-roll right, throws screen back left. But uh, Arlington's defensive line stays home. They string it out, keep it to a manageable game. But Monroe rolls up to another third down. Third and five at the 28-yard line, left hash mark. Double wideouts both ways. Mauser in the backfield next to the quarterback Springer. 11 on the play clock. Here comes the shotgun snap back to pass. Rolls to the right, has some time. Still looking. Nobody open. Now he throws it into, well, Miller was the intended receiver. He's down face down at about the 40-yard line. Jake Willis was on the coverage, and there was he kind of threw it into a no-man's land. Yeah, he, he, he rolled out to the right hash marks. He tried to throw it back across the grain, almost to the left hash marks. He's lucky to get away with that one. Uh, Arlington runs something there. They hadn't run all game. They ran man under, so they were, they were man enough the receivers. They had a free safety play in center field. So 
they're doing a great job mixing up the looks uh, for Mr. Springer and what he's looking at defensively. And Mr. Springer is going to have to punt the football here on fourth and five at the 28-yard line, their own 28. Here's the snap back, and the kick is away by Springer. He kind of floats one out there. It's going to be fielded at the 31-yard line. Willis on the return at the 40, the 45. Stays on his feet at the 50, down the left-hand side at the 40, at the 30, and out of bounds. It looked like the play was ending back here at about the 45-yard line, but he says, wait a minute, I'm still in bounds, and there's nobody in a white shirt around me. I'm going to keep going, and yeah, he did. Second really good punt return by that young man. Nice return by Willis. Not to be confused with Willits. Yeah. Steve, Steve Willis, Willis has more speed than you do. When I watch Jake Willis play, uh, there's not too much confusion between them. At this stage <laughs> in my life, I think that's uh, that's not a problem that we have. Ball's at the 25-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Arlington. Now the short field at the 25. Motion man through the formation. They'll run the football. Reed, a little opener there across the 20. Well, right to the 20. Gets a, about a five-yard gain down to the 20-yard line for Caleb Reed. Shepard comes up, makes the stop. He puts the nose of the football into the red zone, so that is where Arlington is, leading at 21-6. to The 6-21 and counting to play in this first half of action in Arlington. The Wesco 3A football championship. Second and five at the 20-yard line. Ball in the center of the field, double wide out to the right, and then they'll run to Reed. Not much there. In fact, he's maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about that. Now we got an Arlington player down, Tom. Yeah. He came down, he went down hard. Try to get a number there. They're calling in the training staff from the near sideline. And. I don't think we have a number yet, do we? I didn't see it. We're not going to say who we think it is because we have not got a confirmation yet. Again, tomorrow night we will have Everett Silver Tipsaki. They take out on the road after tonight. They're home against Wenatchee. Then they head to Spokane tomorrow for a game with the Spokane Chiefs, and that just gets them well on their way to the east part of the Western Hockey League as they head to Lethbridge and Swift Current in the next week, so taking part of their East Coast, as we call it, East Coast swing of the Western Hockey League. They do that a couple times a year. And so they're still attending to the injured player, the Monroe Bearcat, laying at about the 25-yard line. Oh, excuse me, Arlington player. And let, let's take a break here. We will come back. 5.58 to play in the first half. 21 to 6. The score, Arlington leading Monroe. Back with more after this. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. The injured player for the Bearcats, or excuse me, for the Eagles is Jeremy Fleming. And he gets up, and he's a big guy. And he's going to... That's six. the second time he, he's come off. He was the uh, victim of the body slam earlier. 
And so um, it's been a pretty physical game for that young man. A tough, tough night. So he comes over to the near sideline under his own power. And so we're ready to get back to action here with the Arlington Eagles. Facing now a second down. Third down and six yards to go. Third and six at the 20 for the Eagles. As Leighton Martin looking to the side, looking over around the, around Steve Jensen, the referee said, excuse me, I need to see the play. And I think we're going to have too much time taken. Yeah, they got down to zeros on the play clock. Part of that, yeah, Leighton Martin looked over to the coach and that Steve Jensen was standing in his way. So, okay, i got to go over here to see. Yeah, excuse me, could you scooch over a little bit? So delay of game penalty backs him up five. It'll be third and ten at the 25-yard line. And so, yeah, coming out of the uh, injury break, and they used too much time there. So it'll be at the 25-yard line, third down, ten yards to go. Ball the left hash mark. Trips that out to the right side. Running back next to the quarterback, Leighton Martin. Here is the shotgun snap. Martin will run the football. Not, not very far he won't. He's going to be dropped for a loss, in fact. Just about like Monroe had sniffed that one out and knew that was coming. Carl Watson comes up and leads the charge for the tackle. Loss of one officially back to the 26-yard line. And Leighton Martin comes back from the sideline and says, yeah, we're going to go for it. His wide receivers are still already split to the right side still. They're getting the play signaled in. So taking some time in the huddle. And now they're ready to go. 5-4 on the play clock. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. Dropping back. Will they take a shot? He rolls to the right. Martin running. Flag down. He throws the ball into the corner. It's going to be incomplete down by the pylon. But we're going to have a flag down. Yeah, I think we're going to get a hold on Arlington, which Monroe will decline, and they will take possession of the ball. So they'll take possession, yeah, at fourth down. So turn it over on downs. It'll be – this wasn't a very good set of downs for the Eagles. No, they just kind of stalled out down there. But they have a 21-6 lead. They turn it over on downs. It's Monroe Bearcat football. You've got a halftime score. What you got? Uh, Lake Stevens, 28. Glacier Peak, 0 at the half. And so it will be first and 10 for Monroe. Kind of think they got to do something here before the half, don't they? Yeah, you've got four, four and a half minutes. Is this where burning those two timeouts haunt you a little bit? Yeah. You know, uh, we talked about that earlier. Uh, we'll see. Ball's at the right hash at the 26-yard line, first and 10 for the Bearcats. Empty backfield, no. They're going to bring a running back in to not make it empty as a Springer stands in the shotgun waiting for the snap. Here it comes. Just a little push pass, and that's going to be fumbled, and it's going to be picked up by Arlington. It's Eagle football. Now who's got it? Monroe's going to get it back. Yeah. They tried for the scoop and score, and then, if anything, to fall on the football, you'll, you'll get it for yourself. So it's going to be... A loss, though, big loss, loss of six yards back to the 20-yard line. And this plays right into Arlington's hands, right? Now you get him in second and really long. Rush three, drop eight. 
uh, we've seen that uh, Blake Springer's had a tough time all night trying to throw into that coverage. So uh, Arlington's gonna, got him right where they want him right here. And now inside four minutes of play in the first half. Shotgun snap, they'll run it. Davis turns the corner. No, he never does turn the corner. Yeah. He, he had the signal on, but he just could not make the... Spady comes up and says, I've got the football. And Steve Jensen, the referee, says, yeah, but it still belongs to the guys in the white and the orange. Oh, Kate Hunter, excuse me. Kate Hunter gets up. Spady on the tackle. So it'll be third down and 12 yards to go at the 24-yard line. Trip set to the left, a third and long here for the Bearcats. Off the right hash, trip set out, back to pass. Has time, still has time, still dancing around, still looking for somebody open. He throws it. It's going to be not enough for a first down, though. The ball is going to be caught at about the 31-yard line. It'll be about a seven-yard gain, and we have an injured player. The receiver there, Mason Davis, made that catch, and then he kind of was airborne and got hit while he was airborne making the catch and then fell down, and he's still seated on the seat of his pants just at about the 31-yard line. So that's going to bring up fourth down here for Monroe. And, Steve, what did, what did you see on that play? I think they're looking at it right now. I wasn't sure for a moment. I thought it might even be cramped, but they've got a trainer out there kind of pinning his foot back right now and just trying to work it out a little bit. We'll see how he – and now he's getting up, so hopefully he's okay. Well, he was was getting up, and now I think he's going to need some help getting up. And so one of his teammates, uh, he's going to get some assistance going off, and now he's going to run. And now he's going to break free of the assistance, and now he's going to run. So he'll work it out. So they'll make some personnel changes here. Monroe facing a fourth down. Coach, you're going to go for it, right? Huh. Oh, I don't know. This is why uh, Coach Darrow, you know, gets paid the money to be the boss here. I'm, I'm not sure I go here because if you don't get it, Arlington in the short field. I just fourth down, five yards to go at the 31-yard line. Their own 31. Bowser to the left of the quarterback Springer. Trip set to the left. He's going to punt it. He's going to yeah, quick kick it away. Almost blocked. It doesn't even go maybe 20 yards in the air. And then it's going to take a Arlington bounce, and it's going to be the short field for Arlington anyway. Even after the quick kick, it's going to be at the 45-yard line of Monroe. First and 10 for the Eagles. They've got all three of their timeouts. And two minutes and 38 seconds to play in this first half. Yeah, for Coach Taylor's offense, two minutes, 38 seconds, three timeouts. That's an eternity. Yeah, that's, that's three, four, five touchdowns. It could be. So from the 45-yard line, right hash, first and 10 for Arlington. Moving from right to left. Shotgun snap for Martin. They'll run the football. Caleb Reed heads around the right-hand side of the 40. Still on his feet to 35 and gets close to first down yardage. I think it's going to bring up second down, and they're going to say he dropped down at the 36-yard line. So it'll be a nine-yard gain for Reed and the Eagles. They're right back up to the line of scrimmage. Good tough run there. He gets about three or four yards after contact there. Second and one at the 36-yard line. Two minutes and ten seconds left to go in this second quarter. Back to pass. Flag down. He's going to throw the ball downfield into the end zone. It's going to be another flag in the end zone. They're still wrestling for the football. It would have been a touchdown. We're going to have a hold back here, I'm sure. I think we're going to have a pass interference back there. But it won't matter. 
Uh, I think they'll offset. So we're gonna, I think we're going to replay the down. And so the uh, the back judge had one, and Steve Jensen, the referee, had one as well. On both ends of this play, that was a successful pass into the end zone for 36 yards and a touchdown, but that's that's coming off the books. They cooked the books on that one. So hold against Arlington. Defensive pass interference against Monroe. Offsetting penalties. Replay the down. It's second down and a yard to go. You know how I pantomime what Steve Jensen was saying if he was on the NFL? Second and one at the 36-yard line. Leighton Martin stand up, handoff. Reed carries at the 30, 25, at the 20. Still on his feet down to the 15-yard line. Caleb Reed, you don't need to pass. Let's give it to Reed. That's going to be a 20-yard gain at a first down. They move the sticks. Up to the line of scrimmage. Down to a minute 49 to play in the half. At the 15-yard line, shotgun snap. Caleb Reed, no, he's going to be buried this time. It went, to, went to the well one too many times. Shepard comes up and makes a stop. Loss of two yards on the play for the Eagles, so it brings up second and 12. If it, if it works well five times, maybe the sixth time, don't, don't run it. Because that'll lose two, so it'll be second and 12 for the Eagles. Tick, 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 minute 20 to play in the first half. On second and 12 at the 17-yard line, shotgun snap. Martin rolls to the left, looks upfield, throws into the end zone, touchdown! 18-yard strike in the corner for Chase DeBerry, who hauls it in in the corner. Perfectly thrown, perfectly caught, and a score for Arlington. Doesn't take him long, does it? It does not. This is a really explosive offense. And he just threw that thing right, and he was the only guy that was going to be able to catch it. And what makes it even more impressive, he's, he's throwing that when he's on the run. Right. And he's running to his left, and it just lays it up into the corner of the end zone, puts it right on the money. So waiting for the addition of the extra point for Rainey. Here it comes. Airborne up, and it is good. So with one minute and seven seconds to play in the first half, our score, the Arlington Eagles 28, the Monroe Bearcats 6. We'll come back with a final minute seven after this timeout. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Steve Willits. Coach, you more impressed by Arlington now or when we were here a couple of weeks ago? Uh, now. I mean, they're doing this against a really good football team. Yeah. And uh, uh, they are doing it in impressive fashion. And, you know, we've been, we kind of touted the quarterback, Martin and Springer, for the uh, Monroe Bearcats. They, they're also doing it on the ground, too. They are, especially in that last drive with uh, Reed. Uh, he's proven to be very, very effective. Yeah, I think, you know, Springer's just got a tough road to head. Arlington's rushing three. Uh, there was a play, I don't know if you recall, but Springer had all kinds of time to throw right. in yep. the last drive. He just didn't have anywhere to go. And uh, 
So when they're dropping eight, you're thrown into that. Um, it's going to be really, really difficult. Clifton is deep to receive now for Monroe. No matter the outcome tonight in this game, both teams will advance into the round of 32 next week. Just to get a, a better seed. Both teams coming in undefeated. Here's the approach by Rainey. High end of red, kind of short. He's going to be fielded by Miller at the 18-yard line. Now trying to find some running room up the field. Now he finds some at the 30, 35, out to the 38-yard line. So Miller kind of waited for his blocking to happen, and it did. And he headed up field and got a decent return up to the 38-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Monroe Bearcats. We go to Buddy Patrick and we'll look at that scoring drive. And the Eagles' 45-yard drive and four plays, three on the ground, one through the air, taking a minute and a half off the clock. 18-yard pass from Leighton Martin to Chase DeBerry. Brady's point after was good. It was just over a minute to go here in the first half. Arlington Eagles 28, Monroe Bearcats 6. First down, 10 yards to go for the Bearcats. At the 38-yard line, left hash mark. Here's Springer back to pass. Looking, setting up, still looking, plenty of time. Flag down as he rolls to the right. He's going to throw it. It's going to be knocked away, and now we're going to have another flag on the other end. We're going to have a hold back here. We're going to have a defensive pass interference on this end. Does this sound familiar? We've seen that recently. Uh, <laughs> So I think this is going to come back, and we'll replay first down. Yeah. So Steve Jensen, the referee, he's been busy tonight. We're going to have a hold against Monroe. We're going to have a defensive pass interference against Arlington. Those plays and fouls will offset replay first down. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That previous scoring recap was brought to you by Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Whether in person or online at KiaOfEverett.com, you'll know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. First and 10 from the 38-yard line for the Monroe Bearcats. We do it all again. Now we're down to 48 seconds to play in the first half. Shotgun snap. Give it to Mauser. He'll run across the 40, 45, 50. Gets a first down and more. All the way down to the 45. And still running to the 44-yard line. So Nick Mauser on that carry. but he's, That's a 17-yard game, but he stays inbound. So the clock continues to move down to 40 seconds to go. Ball's at the left hash mark. Trip set to the right on first and 10. From the 45-yard line, back to pass is Springer. Rolling back, still looking, still pointing. Now he rolls back the other way, and he will go. Now he escapes. Now he throws into the bench incomplete. We have, Dean Corcoran went down in that whole melee, too. He's the umpire. Levi Reed comes through and makes the pressure on the quarterback. <laughs> so all of that is going to be an incomplete pass, I think. So second and ten coming up here. Now, poor Dean Corcoran. He lost his hat. He went down in a heap. Steve Jensen looking over. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Second and 10 from the 45-yard line back to pass. Now Springer steps up in the pocket. Rolls to the right. Still dancing around. Too much dancing. Down he will go. He was thinking about trying to chuck the ball up the field, but he's going to be sacked all the way back at the 40-yard line. Sacked by Alex Cunningham. So, so all the way back to the 44-yard line, a little extracurricular activity too, Coach. Yeah. Oh, uh, throat slashing. 
So that's it. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't called. It probably could have been. Yeah, we've reached the halftime here. And we will get Steve Willits here momentarily when he'll talk with Greg Daler. Let's go down to the field, Steve. Coach Daler, this is a Monroe team that's scoring 47 points per game this season. You're, you've held them to six in the first half. Ben, but don't break on your defense so far. Yeah, they're playing great. We don't have that turnover by late, and they probably have a zero on the scoreboard right now. But they're a great football team. we got a whole second half to play. Offensively, it's been a track meet out there so far. You've had a, two different drives of which lasted one play. You've got four touchdowns. Your quarterback looks pretty good. Three drives lasted one play if you count the one-play fumble he had as well. So we're, we're working on that. Yeah, we're moving the ball well. They're trying to place a man on us, and I don't think they can do that. So if they get out of that, they might well slow us down a little bit. If I really wanted to nitpick, I guess, a few penalties there, do you just talk to the guys about that a little bit at halftime? Well, they're playing aggressive, um, and they weren't personal fouls. I think a couple holding. We just got to get our technique right and not let them blow by us and pull jerseys. But, no, we're pretty happy so far. All right, thanks, Coach. Thanks, Steve. Okay, there you go. Thank you very much, Steve, with head coach Greg Daler of the Arlington Eagles. The Eagles have a 28-6 lead over the Monroe Bearcats, the Wesco 3A football championship. Both teams making their way to the locker room. We will take a break, come back, take a look at the first half scoring. We've got all the stats. We've got scores of other ball games as well. A busy Friday night here in Arlington. Again, our score at the half, it's the Arlington Eagles 28, the Monroe Bearcats 6. Coming back with more right here on KRKO. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations. So get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little. And use that money you saved to do other things. Hi, my name is Haley. I've been working with Move Fitness for a year now and already advanced into a district manager position. My name's Aaron. I started off as a trainer and I built my way up into management and now this is a career for me. I love it here. When I come to work every morning, I'm excited to start the day. I can't imagine working anywhere else. I work here to inspire others to achieve their goals. If you want to work for a company that cares, Move Fitness is the place for you. Join the movement. To learn more, go to movefitness.com. That's muvfitness.com. Today, yes, today is a good time to come to Pacific Power Batteries to stock up on batteries, flashlights, and backup power devices for the upcoming stormy season. Why wait? Selection of lanterns and solar charges has never been better for you storm preppers. Pacific Power Batteries is the perfect place to start being a storm prepper. There's lots of online info about how to protect your home and business, so come see us for systems to avoid being a storm victim. Pacific Power Batteries, we're here for you. At Erickson Furniture, we've been bringing our customers affordable home furnishings for 111 years. Wow, that's a pretty big deal. So to say thank you for supporting us all these years, Erickson Furniture is holding a giant anniversary sale with our lowest prices, zero interest financing for 12 months, plus a chance to win a cozy Lazy Boy Rocker Recliner. Don't miss the 111th anniversary sale. Going on now at Erickson Furniture, 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. Welcome back to John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. 28-6, the lead for the Arlington Eagles on their home field over the Monroe Bearcats. We've got stats coming up, scores of other ball games, and a look 
at the first half scoring. But let's go to Steve Willits, who has a special guest down in the stands. We do indeed, getting a chance to sit in the stands right now. These metal bleachers are kind of cold, by the way. But uh, the Arlington fans are enjoying this, and a very familiar face, Trent Novak, former quarterback here at Arlington, with us right now. And, Trent, first of all, I want to ask you how you're doing playing football at Rocky Mountain College. I know you sustained a pretty serious injury earlier this season. Give us a little bit of an update. First of all, remind everybody what was the injury. So in the second game of the season, uh, I got sacked pretty hard and uh, dislocated my hip and then broke off the hip bones that keep my leg in place. So had surgery with that three days after, and uh, now I'm just recovering back home and getting ready to go back. How are you doing right now? Give us an update as to how things are coming along. Obviously, you mentioned the surgery. Pretty serious. You're able to get back home. Uh, what does the timetable look like for you? Where are you going to play football again? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play football again. Um, I'm going back to Rocky in three weeks to meet with the doctors, and then hopefully I'll be able to get the go-ahead to keep walking, start walking again. Um, but until then, just stay off it and let the bones heal. You, I believe, if I saw this correctly, a helicopter ride out of the uh, the stadium there as well. Talk a little bit about your family and what they've meant to you during this whole process. And not only that, but really the school and the faculty over there and how they've helped you along the way. Yeah, that's, you know, that's my second family over there. And I have a great family here at home, great support group. Um, they've been a true blessing. I'm just really thankful for them being home with my little brother and my mom and dad and my grandparents are doing awesome. Um, yeah, it's just been really great to be back in Arlington with this family, but I miss my guys over there, too. I can imagine. Well, speaking of the, your other family, how about this family here? Once an eagle, always an eagle. Give me a little bit of an assessment here. Uh, Leighton Martin, what do you think of him so far? Yeah, Leighton's a great family friend of mine, and, you know, he's kind of like a little brother to me, so it's awesome to watch him succeed, and this team's really fun to watch. Um, so I'm really proud of them, really excited for them as the postseason comes up. Did you see him developing when he was kind of coming up the ranks when he was a little bit younger? And did you did you think he'd get to the point where maybe by his senior year he'd be doing this? Yeah, Layton, you know, he's an athlete. He's a great basketball player, great quarterback. I knew when I was a senior, he was a freshman. I kind of helped him out, um, kind of understand the reins of this offense. And he's doing way more, uh, way better than I think anybody expected. But it's Layton Martin, and, you know, he's going to make plays. Well, I'll tell you what, we certainly would have uh, loved for you to have been continuing your season right now. But... The fact that we get to have you here, kind of a nice uh, reunion, if uh, if nothing else. Glad you're able to watch the game right now. Glad you're doing a lot better. So continued uh, success for you, and best wishes. Awesome. Thank you, Steve. There you go. Thanks very much, Steve. With Trent Novak, who, yeah, boy, his coach, his injury was, ooh. They, they, in fact, at the hospital, I know, because I know his great-grandpa at his, the hospital, they said, we see people that get in really bad car wrecks right. that aren't as hurt as you are. Yeah, yeah, just the, the description of it made me cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was not aware until Steve just mentioned in the interview that, you know, he was uh, helivacked out of there, too, right. from the stadium. So, yeah, well, I'm glad he's on the mend. I'm glad he's doing better. Let's take a look at the first half scoring with this game. It's a 28-6 lead for Arlington over Monroe. And we go to Buddy Patrick. Well, Arlington gets the scoring going, but not before Monroe goes on a 14-play drive, six and a half minutes, and it ends with an interception. Very next play, though, Arlington, a 63-yard touchdown pass from Leighton Martin to Cade Hunter, taking 12 seconds for that play to run out. Aiden Rainey's point after was good, and with 5.18 to go in the first quarter, it was Arlington 7, Monroe 0. Arlington then a little bit later goes 60 yards, Seven plays, four on the ground, three through the air, taking a minute 35 off of the clock. A three-yard run by Caleb Reed. Rainey's point after was good with just under three minutes to go in the first. 14 nothing Arlington. Monroe gets on the board, though, finally 63 yards. Nine plays, six on the ground, three through the air, taking three and a half minutes off of the clock. 
a three-yard touchdown run by Gavin Rands. The point after was no good. Low snap by Monroe and nine, uh, 9-14 to go in the second quarter. Arlington 14, Monroe 6. Arlington then goes 66 yards in just one play. It was a 66-yard touchdown pass from Leighton Martin to Jake Willis. That took 16 seconds. Rainey's point after was good, and with just under nine minutes to go in the first half, 21-6 Arlington, but that wasn't it for the Eagles here in the first half. 45-yard drive in four plays, three on the ground, one through the air, taking a minute 30 off of the clock, an 18-yard touchdown pass from Leighton Martin to Chase DeBerry, his third wide receiver in the end zone of the night. Rainey's point after was good, and here at halftime from Arlington High School, it's the Eagles 28, the Bearcats 6. Our halftime scoring updates brought to you by Marysville Toyota. One person, one prize, one hour. Experience the power of one at Marysville Toyota on Smoky Point Boulevard. We'll take a break, come back, take a look at scores of other ball games, and a look at the first half stats. Our score at the half in the Wesco 3A football championship, the Arlington Eagles 28, the Monroe Bearcats 6. Back with more halftime after this timeout. Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our pricing made simple guarantee, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy, fun in person or online at kiaofeverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Have you heard Mangle in the Morning on KRKO, our new morning show with Brian Mangle? Look, I'm a dog guy, so I think this is a great idea. I think Ferris State University is onto something with their pet-friendly dorm floors. That is for dogs and cats. I mean, if I were to see a snake slithering down the dorm hallway, not even a full-ride scholarship would bring me back. It's a fun way to start your day. Brian Mengel on KRKO. Stitch Mitchell here for the Marysville Opera House, which is one of my favorite buildings in the Pacific Northwest, and it's available for special events like weddings, business meetings, even family reunions. And what a setting for your event. This beautiful two-story building features a magnificent ballroom with chandelier lighting, plus a private garden and a groom's room and a bridal cottage to boot. See for yourself during their open house the first and third Wednesdays of the month from 6 to 8 p.m. Make a bold statement with your next event and host at the historic Marysville Opera House. Details at marysvillewa.gov. That's marysvillewa.gov. Building communities. That's a specialty of Smoky Point Concrete, and they're looking for some new people who share their vision. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit ReadyMix are hiring CDL drivers and non-drivers to grow the business and continue a proud tradition. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Growing a team, building a community. Smoky Point Concrete, an equal opportunity employer. Contact Smoky Point Concrete for more information. Welcome back to John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington, where the Arlington Eagles have the 28-6 lead over the Monroe Bearcats, taking a look at scores of other ball games. The final in the South 5-North 3 matchup, the 5 o'clock game at Quill City Stadium. Marysville Pilchuck beats Snohomish 45-0. Second quarter score, battle the number two teams. Both will advance in the... Uh, into the round of 32. Ferndale leading Edmonds Woodway 28 to nothing. That's a second quarter score. Halftime score, Lake Stevens leading Glacier Peak 28 to nothing over at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Snohomish. Kamiak 13, Mariners 6. That's a second quarter score. 
26-12. Jackson has extended their lead over Redmond. That's a second quarter score down at Redmond High School. The 5 o'clock game at Everett Memorial Stadium, as a matter of fact, becomes the only game tonight at Everett Memorial Stadium. Issaquah beat Cascade 35-20. Halftime score down at Stadium High School. Beautiful Stadium High School in Tacoma. Stadium Tigers 7, Everett Seagulls nothing. And, of course, leading Linden 7 nothing, and that's what has really become the Northwest Conference 2A football championship. And, of course, 7 nothing at the half over Linden. Cedar Park Christian Bothell forfeited on King's senior night tonight. So Kings didn't get the play. They get the win, 2 to nothing over Cedar Park Christian. But their senior night is kind of scuttled by Kings with the uh, forfeit by Cedar Park Christian. couple scores from last night. Mount Vernon beat Linwood 52-12. It was Cedar Woolley 50-7 over Squalicum. And Archbishop Murphy beat Burlington Edison final of 20-7. We're going to see if we can get Scott Darrow here down on the field as they come back out. And let's go down to Steve right now. Right, we're with Coach Darrow right now. Coach, what was the message to the guys at halftime? Well, we just got to bow that back and keep swinging. Obviously, that's that's some adversity. That's more than we've, we've faced all uh, all year. But, hey, we uh, we embrace this, man. So we wanted... Uh, we needed a good test. It's a good, good, it's a good team, man. This Arlington team is a well coached, and they smacked us, and and uh, now we got to respond and uh, keep swinging. Offensively, if you're looking for some positives, obviously you've had a few long sustained drives. You haven't been able to capitalize on them, and Miller coming through clutch on some of those third and fourth and longs. Yeah, I mean we're we're right there. Um, yeah, we're right there. I just think we gotta take what they're giving us, and they're they're obviously you know they they took away a few things here with their with their scheme, and we gotta make some adjustments and. And just keep doing our thing. Miller's playing good. Um, they've, they've taken away a few things. I'm, I'm impressed by a couple of their guys that that we knew were pretty good, but they're they're uh, they're quick and and we're having a hard time sealing them. So um, hats off to them. Uh, we made our adjustments. Now we got to go see how, you know how how they work. All right, thanks, coach. Thanks. There you go. Thanks very much to Scott Darrow down by a 28 to six score, but stops by and talks with our Steve Willis. We will take a break, come back, take a look at the first half numbers, get ready for the second half kickoff. 28-6, Eagles leading the Bearcats. Back with more after this timeout. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's time for the official general contest rules for KRKO. Everett's greatest hits, 1380 AM and 95.3 FM. Contestants must be at least 18 years of age. Members who work for SR Broadcasting, KRKO, KXA, any of our sponsors or promotional partners, or any other radio stations in Seattle and Sonomish County are barred from entering or winning a contest. Additionally, relatives of anyone on this list are not allowed. Anyone who wins a prize valued over $600 is ineligible to win another prize for six months. Prizes cannot be exchanged for cash. Winners are responsible for all taxes and fees. Any contestants who break these rules are eligible to lose their prize. SR Broadcasting has final say in contest matters. A written copy of these contest rules is available during regular business hours at the offices of KRKO 1380 and FM 95.3. Located at 2707 Colby Avenue, 14th floor, Everett, Washington, 98201. 
Rules are also available online, krko.com, and look for general contest rules at the bottom of the page. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. Arlington with a 28-6 lead over the Monroe Bearcats. Buddy Patrick has a look at the first-half numbers. We'll start with the Monroe Bearcats on the ground. Gavin Rands leading the team in carries, 11 carries for 30 yards, a touchdown as well. That was about it. Nick Mauser had three carries for 21 yards, so 40 total yards on the ground. Blake Springer through the air, 11 for 22 for 129 yards. He did have one interception. Ryan Miller with four receptions for 49 yards. Mason Davis with three receptions for 49 yards. 40 on the ground, 129 through the air, 169 total yards for the Bearcats. The Arlington Eagles, who's leading here at half. Caleb Reed on the ground, nine carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. And that was it on the ground for the Eagles through the air. Leighton Martin, three for seven for 169 yards and three touchdown passes. Jake Willis getting a 66-yard touchdown pass. Cade Hunter, a 63-yard touchdown pass. And Chase DeBerry, an 18-yard touchdown pass. 69 total on the ground, 169 through the air. 238 total yards for the Eagles. And one more stat just to kind of follow up from what we discussed earlier. Total plays for both teams, 42 plays for the Monroe, Monroe Bearcats in the first half. Arlington just 18 plays. We will update one more score now. The Lake Stevens Vikings leading Glacier Peak now 28-7. to Glacier Peak came out and scored on their opening possession of the third quarter down at Snohomish. So we are getting set for the second half to kick off here as they're going to, I think, reset the clock and say, hey, yeah, we're going. They put up three minutes on the clock, but both teams are ready to go, and I think the coaches said, yeah, let's play some football. It's cold out here. Hunter and Matheson are deep to receive. Monroe is making their way out onto the field as well. Coach, anything surprise you here in this uh, first half? Yeah, that Arlington can score 28 points off 18 plays. Um, yeah, I just think uh, Coach Gerald's right. They've got a. They've got a. Monroe's got a bow up. We're going to find out what they're made of here in the second half. And and you may not win this game, but you, you're thinking ahead too, right? You got a playoff game next week, so right. you want to you want to play well this second half so that you don't have such an awful taste in your mouth. You may not win the game, but if you can win the half, take something positive out of it. But there's a lot of football left to be played here. Well, and the round of 32, it's not by your Wesco number one, Wesco number two, whatever. It's by committee. you gotta, you got to look pretty for the judges Correct. the rest of this half, right? Right, and if they could you know, get a couple scores here and kind of close the distance, uh, those folks weren't here to watch the game. They're just right. going to see the score. And so that may help them with the seeding as well. But if the score is 35 to 18, you think, okay, all right. Yeah, it's respectable. But if it ends up 35-6, that's a different story. Yeah. So here is the approach, and we are back underway. Monroe kicks it off. They're going to let it go between them and into the end zone for a touchback. I don't think that was intentional. No. And it's pretty fortunate that ball went into the end zone. It was (laughs) like, you got it. No, I don't. You got it. So they kind of high-five each other, or low-five, I guess, coming off. So, well, okay, 
it, it, whatever, it worked out. We'll put it at the uh, 20-yard line. It'll be first and 10 now for the Arlington Eagles, leading it 28-6 to over the Bearcats of Monroe. Today's halftime was powered by Chevrolet of Everett. Chevrolet of Everett is a proud sponsor of high school sports and prep sports weekly. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Here we go, first and 10 for the Arlington Eagles. They'll run the football. That's Reed, and Reed's going to be wrapped up and brought down for a loss of about one back to the 19-yard line. Caleb Reed on the carry. McKinley comes up, makes a stop for the Bearcats. So one-yard loss. Arlington in their navy blue tops, navy blue helmets, white pants, white numbers, and gold trim moving right to left here against the Bearcats of Monroe, leading a 28-6. We're in the third quarter. Second down and 11 yards to go from the 19-yard line. Low snap, fake on the handoff, play action pass, throw it into traffic, complete. Out to the 31-yard line. The catch is made. DeBerry comes through and makes the catch. Chase DeBerry for a 13-yard pass play. The completion is good. Out across the 30, it's first and 10 for Arlington. That's the first time we've seen that play action kind of action. Yeah, and there was actually two run fakes on that play action. So from the 32-yard line, first and 10 for Arlington. As Leighton Martin looking over to the sideline for the play call. Trip set out to the right side. He's got a running back with him. They'll fake it to him. He'll roll to the right, and he's going to run. He's going to slide out across the 30 to the 35. Safe as he slid. Was that, a, was that a planned run? or? I think so. It's that zone read that teams run out of the out of the shotgun. And uh, he got what he could and just got down. So a two-yard gain, second down, eight yards to go for the Eagles. Now trip set to the left side. Ball's at the right hash mark, sideline out to the right. Lots of running room out to the left-hand side. But they'll run it to the right. And Reed lost the football. He fumbled it and got it forward down to the 40-yard line. He caught the football. I don't think he ever really had a handle on it. Then it just kind of was out in front of him. Like, I need to chase. That's mine. Mm-hmm. He kept chasing and chasing. He got it out at the uh, 39-yard line. Yeah, and they end up now with the, about a third and three. Third and three from the 39. Just underway, second half. Tom Lafferty along with Joel Vincent and Steve Willits. Alex Clausius, Buddy Patrick. Brandon Hamilton at the control. Corey Seeger is here. Ted Tornado Ted Beaner. Third down, three yards to go at the 39-yard line. Shotgun snap. Taking on the handoff. They're going to give it to, to Barry. Barry on the uh, pass makes the catch at the 45 and then kind of scrambles his way out to about the 48-yard line for a nine-yard pass play. The gain enough to move the sticks again. Another first down. Yeah, he catches that almost right at the sticks, but he, he's able to uh, advance that ball another three or four yards afterwards. So the football is in the big A logo in the center of the field here at John C. Larson Stadium. Double wideouts both ways here. But the quarterback keeper is going to throw a sideways pass over to the right side. Balderas makes that catch, and then he'll kind of scamper forward for a couple. Kind of a different. Chapman comes up, makes a stop. Kind of a different look there. That backward or lateral pass to the right side. Are we thinking... Coach, coach, you're gonna. Alex and and Buddy are arguing whether that was a pass or a run. Lateral. Yeah, I think it was a pass. Okay. I don't think it was backward. I don't think it was backwards. 
<laughs> Pick a lane. Second out, eight yards to go, right on the 50-yard line. Shotgun snap. Give it to Reed. Reed right side across the 45 down to the 44-yard line. Caleb Reed on the carry, headed out right. Gets about six to the 44, brings up third down and two yards to go for Arlington. Clock is moving here in the second half, 8.15 to go in the third quarter. 28-6 lead for the Eagles of Arlington, and they're on the move again. A sustained drive here to start things in this second half. Third down, two yards to go from the 44-yard line. Shotgun snap. He almost fumbled it. In fact, he keeps it himself and runs at the 40, 35, 30. Lots of speed. Goodbye. 10-5 touchdown. He almost fumbled it off the snap, and then he says, I'll just take it myself. He did. 46-yard touchdown. Well, that's a broken play. I, I believe he, he was supposed he, to hand the ball off there, but he does what he's he, taught. He fixed it. Well, yeah, he's done what he's taught. If you can't make the handoff, run the ball where it was designed to go. He does that, and uh, he goes largely untouched to the distance to the house. Took it to the house. Yeah, he kind of was fumbling it in midair, could never make the handoff. So he said, goodbye. Yeah, I know you were supposed to run it up there, Mr. Reed, but I'll go ahead and do I'll, it. I'll take this one. Thanks. Aiden Rainey to add the extra point. And they have blown this thing wide open as the extra point is good. With seven minutes and 46 seconds to play in the third quarter, it's now 35-6. to Arlington leading Monroe. Back with more after this timeout. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletofEverett.com. That's ChevroletofEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. Let's give you another final that's come in from Edmonds District Stadium. The 5 o'clock game, Metterdale defeats Chief Self 36-27. to So the Mavericks get the win over the Seahawks. Seahawks? Yes. Chief Self, Seahawks? I don't know. Uh, now I've got to, we're going to have to look that one up. I... Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll look that one up. Uh, we're getting no help from Willits because he's down there chatting it up with uh, Zach Harris from the Herald. Are you guys having a good conversation down there? We're we're talking a lot of high school sports right now down here. We're, I'll bet we're, we're talking everything from all all Westco to all area to uh, playoffs and everything in between. <laughs> I guess I should watch the football game a little bit. Ah, uh, nah. Why why start now? It is the Chief South Seahawks, by the way who lost tonight to Metterdale. Here's the approach on the kick, end over end. It's going to be taken at the five-yard line to the 10, 15, 20. Now going laterally at the 25. That's Irwin out to the 30, 35, and out to the 38-yard line. Pretty good. Uh, we're going to get a late hit. Way late. Two flag, another flag comes in. The first flag for the late hit, and then another one came in later. This is going to be... It might be the it might be the same foul. Sometimes the the officials have trouble finding the flag yeah. in their belt. I think we're gonna have a personal foul here against Monroe for that late hit. Yeah, just one. They both saw it. 
we saw it. It was right, right yeah, front of it, God and everybody. It was hard not to see. <laughs> yeah. Just a very late hit after the play was over. And way away from the ball. And it was a nice return by Irwin all the way out to the 38-yard line, but that's going to be deducted from his monthly paycheck a, here. You know, in all likelihood, Tom, that's a frustration thing. Sure. You know, this is a team that's used to being on the other end of these kinds of scores. They haven't been in this situation, and uh, I'm sure they're a little bit upset about that. But, you know, that's part of uh, is the growth of your team is you've got to maintain your composure. So that'll place the ball back at the 23-yard line where it's first and 10. Shotgun snap. Give it to Rands. Rands will carry across the 25 out to about the 26-yard line. Monroe comes in 8-0. They've scored 34, 60, 53, 56, 35, 48, 35, and 55. Yeah, and uh, going to my homework assignment here, their average margin of victory this year is uh, 39.1 points per game. And they're down by 29. Exactly. Yeah. So second down and seven yards to go at the 26-yard line. Bought the left hash mark. Double wideouts to the right side for Blake Springer. Calls the signals. Shotgun snap, back to pass. Sets up, has time. Looking, now slings it out the left-hand side into traffic. Almost intercepted. Oh. Jake Willis almost had an interception there. Went high in the air, high point of the bas- football. Uh, looked like a basketball and incomplete. Buddy Patrick has a look at that last scoring drive. I didn't forget you. All right. Arlington opens the ser- second half with an 80-yard drive. Eight plays, five on the ground, three through the air, taking 414 off of the clock. 44-yard quarterback keeper for Leighton Martin. Rainey's point after was good. It was 746 to go here in the third quarter. It's Arlington 35, Monroe 6. That scoring recap brought to you by Glass by Lund, family-owned and operated since 1967, offering the best price, value, and quality installation online at glassbylund.com. So third and seven here for Monroe. As Blake Springer talks to his running back set, yeah, moved to the other side. Drops back to pass. Looking upfield. Goes right down the middle, incomplete. And we got a flag comes in from the side judge here. I think they're going to get defensive pass interference. Bookie bookie may get the uh, get booked here for one it's pass interference it don't you think a defenseless receiver oh no you're right pass interference okay. boy I, that's not what i saw there i know it was kind of a bang bang play but i thought thought the defender got there right as the ball did steve what'd you see were you you were watching i was watching uh, i'm not gonna say i was looking right <laughs> at it but for the most part kind of watching it out of the corner of my eye i didn't see a whole lot of contact there no. i thought the referee kind of stumbled a little bit more than anything so i uh I think, in a way, there, Monroe got a little bit of, of a gimme. And I'll tell you what, Springer, as good as he is, and you've mentioned it a couple times during play-by-play tonight, Tom, there's been about four throws tonight, which probably should have been picked off. Yeah. Yeah, he's thrown it in yeah, traffic a lot. Arlington defensive backs been doing a lot of ball drills this week. 41-yard line, first and 10 for Arlington. Springer standing in the shotgun, waiting for the snap from center. Double wideouts both directions. Ball at the left hash mark. Still waiting for the snap here. Here it is. He throws it into to the right flat. It's going to be complete out to the Chapman. Give about an eight-yard gain out close to the 50-yard line. Maybe we'll give him nine. In fact, we will. Put it right out on the 50-yard line. So it'll be a nine-yard pass play to Chapman from Springer. 35-6 is our score. Arlington with the lead. We're down to six and a half minutes to play in the third quarter. Both these teams will advance. This is not a loser out game. 
but where you are seated will be the will be the thing. Can you get stay in the top 16 and get a home game? Arlington most assuredly will if they continue and keep the win here. Second down and two yards to go. Ooh, handoff and nothing doing. Big play defensively. Kobe Spady comes up and absolutely buries the running back for the Monroe Bearcats. That was Gavin Rands. Rands ran the football and he lost a couple of yards. Put him back at the uh, 48-yard line. Nice job by Spady. Yeah. That time Arlington loaded the box. There was just nowhere to run there. So third and three for Monroe. Ball's at the 48-yard line, the right hash. Sideline to the right over here where Arlington has set up shop here this evening. Back to pass is Springer, throws it into traffic incomplete. Miller was intended receiver. Jake Willis, who else, was right there. Mr. Nose for the football. Just about had another interception. Yeah, and you said, you know, kind of throwing it into into the crowd there. But yep. when you've got eight defenders dropping in the past, those windows are really small. And that's why it always seems that there's just defenders all around the football. It's because they've got eight guys back there. Here's another fourth down for Monroe, and they will go for it here at the midfield. They'll go for it on fourth and three at the 48-yard line. Back to pass, Springer looks downfield, throws, complete at the 40 and down to the 38-yard line. So complete over the middle to Miller, 13-yard. Yeah, Mr. Miller, a 13-yard gain down to the 39-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Monroe. They come up quickly to the line of scrimmage. Trip set to the wide side of the field, out to the left. Shotgun snap here, no. He'll wait, look over to the sideline as they set the chains on the far side. He moves Mauser to his left in the backfield. Here comes the shotgun snap. They'll run it to Mauser right side. Going to get stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Maybe two. They were tough two. Jeremy Fleming leads a charge defensively here for the Arlington Eagles. Jeremy Fleming, 6'3", 220-pound senior. He's come off a couple times injured. He plays. He's tough. Yeah, he is. Another stop there. Gate of two, a short two. Brings up second and eight at the 37. Springer brings him up. Now he'll take a couple steps back, look to the sideline, and wait for the snap. Here it is. Drops back, looking right, looking left, spins away. He's being chased out of the pocket. Now he loads up and going downfield. Into traffic, down into the end zone. It's going to be intercepted. No, it is picked. Is it picked? Yes, it is. Intercepted right down there at the two-yard line. Cade Hunter does get that interception. Cade Hunter on the interception, and it'll be first and ten for Arlington deep in their own territory, but they have the football. Yeah, Springer got flushed. Uh, that throw is late, and it just kind of hung up there on him and gave Cade Hunter, because the receiver was open initially. Was that fourth down? No. No, it wasn't. Oh, they had gone for it earlier on the fourth. I'm sorry, because I was thinking, at that point, ball awareness, you'd knock the ball away if that's fourth down. <laughs> But do you, if you're Kate Hunter and you've already no, dropped a couple, no, you say, no. yeah, I don't care where I'm at. I'm, I'm catching this. <laughs> if I'm standing in the parking lot of the gym, I'm still going to catch this one. First and 10, now deep in their own territory. In fact, the quarterback, Leighton Martin, will stand. Uh, someone didn't get the memo that we had a possession change. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here he comes out there. <laughs> Bookie Kramer. Or they're going to have to call timeout. One on the play clock, and they do not get it. And you know what? That's good not to call timeout there. I mean, what are you going to lose here? 
yeah, half half the, half the distance. So why why you know save the timeout and take the one yard penalty? Yeah. Steve, you had something? No, I was just saying the exact same thing. I the whole time when that clock was counting down, I thought. And now, granted, they're up by 29 points, mind yeah. you. But at the same time, I thought, why waste the time out here? You're only going back a yard. Yeah. So it'll be now first and the goal. Oh, excuse me. First down and 11 near the goal line at about the one-yard line. As he drops back to pass, he's going to hum one down the middle. He's got a man there. It's going to be flag. And flag. There it. it is. And he caught it. And he caught the football all the way out to 35 yards. It was behind a post for me. But then I saw... 35-yard game. I saw Pat Seavers throw his hand, and then he had forgotten the flag. He had to go back and get it again to throw the flag for defensive pass interference. So he yeah, he did make the catch. So defensive pass interference against Monroe. That will be declined. They'll take the results of the play, which is a first down for Arlington, all the way out, about where they were at the uh, 28-yard line. Willis made that catch. Yeah, and he made that catch with the Monroe defender just draped all over him. <laughs> he was riding him like it was a, his backpack at school. So it'll be first and 10 for now Arlington all the way out at the 37-yard line. Shotgun snap. Martin drops back. Looking left, looking right. Now spins away. Looking back. Throws it upfield. Has a man there. Comes up to get it, but he can't make the catch. Willis was the intended receiver. He had come back to try to just save his quarterback. Chapman was on him defensively. He almost made that catch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, Martin showing us some of his athleticism there. Yeah, he was moving to the left, and he spun away from the would-be tackler, and he saved the uh, yardage and brings up second and 10 at the 37-yard line. The Eagles up to the line of scrimmage on second and ten. Motion man. Give it to Reed around the left-hand side. Some open field here at the 40. He just cold cocks a guy at the 45 and goes forward to the 47-yard line. He, he's not going to run around you. No, he just lowered his shoulder there. Great pad level. Just <laughs> flattens the defender. <laughs> he laid the wood. Yeah, low man wins. Yeah, all the way out. Now for a first down out to the 48-yard line. Ball to the left hash mark here for Arlington on the move, leading it 35-6 with 3.14 to play in this third quarter. Motion man back to formation. Balderas gets it, eludes. That's going to be a pass. He eludes one would-be tackler. Another flag comes in at the end of that play. As it was a quick pitch to him, kind of he kind of put it up in the air. It was like he was just lobbing it into the um, center down on the basketball floor and he went around the right side yeah we've got a Monroe player look like he's cramping up there cramping up and how cool is this you had a Arlington player stretching him out oh no he's an Arlington he's an Arlington guy yeah yeah they're not that nice I guess (laughs) we've seen that the other way we have bald Balderas was the guy that was down. He will come out for at least one play. The flag, meanwhile, was against Arlington. Yeah, it's going to back them up. Yeah. Been a workout for the officials. Steve Jensen, the referee, says it's a hold against Arlington. Dean Corcoran, the umpire. Craig Johnson, the linesman. The line judge, Brian Clute. The back judge, Pat Seavers. They've been busy tonight. So back him up 10, brings up first and 20 at the 38-yard line. 
the wide receivers for Arlington don't even take part in the huddle. They're already out there. All four. Twins both ways. Both sides of the field. Here's a shotgun snap. Though Reed will carry the football. Looking. Mauser comes up and makes a stop. He was looking for some running room. He gets about two, and that's it to the 40-yard line. The play just never kind of, kind of never developed. Never really got going. But if you're Coach Taylor here, you're happy that the clock is still running. And conversely, obviously, if you're Coach Darrow, this, this is now starting to become concerning with the time. Down to about 2.20 to play here in the third quarter. The Arlington with a 35-6 lead. They're in no hurry. And they have the football facing a second and 18 at the 40-yard line, their own 40. Trip set right now. They're going to have to hustle. Down Play to seven, down to six, down to five, up to the line of scrimmage they come, down to three, down to two. Here's the snap. Martin drops back, throws it. Screen's going to be complete at the 40, at the 45, at the 50, out to the 45, still on his feet. DeBerry all the way down, close to first down yardage. Things going to be just just short. Well, we'll see where they spotted. Needed to get to the 42. He got to the 42 and three inches, but they're not moving the sticks yet. They're still in now. I think and now they want to. Yeah, now they, they want to move the sticks. Yeah, the officials are pointing for them to move. Yeah, they haven't moved the sticks yet, so they're going to stop. They're going to have to stop play. Yeah, Arlington was ready to go. They didn't care if it was first down or not. Yeah, that's the first time tonight we've seen Arlington run that little tunnel screen. Well, that just gives playoff opponents a bunch of stuff to look at, doesn't it? There is so much stuff if you're playing Arlington you have to get ready for. At the 42-yard line, it's first and 10 for the Arlington Eagles on the move with the lead, and the clock is moving. What could be better than that? From the 42, shotgun snap for Leighton Martin. Drops back to pass. Looking, steps up in the pocket now. Will he run it? No, he'll load up, flag down, lost the ball out of bounds. He gets hit out of bounds. No one to pass to. And we had a flag come down. It's got to be a hold. It will. A holding penalty against the Eagles. At that point, Coach, what are you going to have your lineman do? You've been dancing around back there. Almost have to hold. Well, a lot of times that happens because that lineman is engaged. The quarterback changes direction. All of a sudden the defender goes to leave and then you just grab. And it's really easy for that umpire or that referee to see. Because for the offensive lineman, the quarterback's behind him. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're thinking. But with Mr. Martin, he could be anywhere. That's right. Kind of like a magician here. So well, back him up 10. And don't kid yourself. There's holding on every play. Yeah. Right? As long as the hands are inside the frame and on the chest plate, they're going to let them hold the jersey. It's when they try to change directions they can't, then they're going to call the First and 20. Martin now will run the football. He's got some open field. Heads right. Is he going to throw? No, he's going to go down. <laughs> Discretion is a better part of value there. Value there, He got about three out to the – Across the 50, says, yeah, that's enough. Well, part of that is, um, you know, I play basketball, too. Yeah. And that's going to be around the corner here when we're done. So <laughs> I'm just going to get down. And, again, all of this, well, he was he ran the football. Oh, the clock is not running. We're down to 59 seconds ago. I'm not sure why the clock is stopped. As the officials are, yeah, now Steve Jensen saying, yeah, the clock should be moving. Roll out to the left. Looking, throwing. It's going to be complete for Hunter down at the 35-34 yard line. Short of first down yardage. It's going to be an 18-yard pass play. 15, excuse me. Hunter made that catch. And it's going to put him in third and very manageable here, about two yards. Third and two at the 34-yard line for the Eagles. They 
I don't think they have to run another play. Yeah, they do have to run one more play in this third quarter. Third down, two yards to go for Arlington. Trip set to the right as, well, they don't have to run another play because it's going to be defensive encroachment here against the Monroe Bearcats. That's the first first one of those we've seen. We haven't seen any false starts either in this game. No. So move the sticks for a freebie there down to the 29-yard line. And now they don't have to run another play. No, that will bring us to the end of the quarter, I'm pretty sure, unless they decide to run a play here. It'll be first and 10. They will. They'll run the, They'll throw the football. That's a pass incomplete. And hit hard as he was trying to make the catch. But that will bring us now to the end of the third quarter. Our score, the Arlington Eagles 35 and the Monroe Bearcats 6. Tornado Ted Beaners at Quilcita Stadium just over the hill in Marysville for this report right now. Ted, what do you got? Well, the first half was a defensive struggle with both teams running the ball until 4.20 left in the second quarter, and that's when Scott's quarterback, Daniel Stevenson, stepped back into the pocket and hit wide receiver Ben Chestnut for a 31-yard TD pass, giving Shortgrass a 7 to nothing lead. Two plays later, Charger quarterback Arian Pollicall fumbled the snap, and it was recovered by the Scots at the 28-yard line of Marysville Getchell. After a flurry of penalties by both teams, Gus Hamilton got a 22-yard TD pass to expand the Shortcrest lead to 14 to nothing, and that is our halftime score. The Shortcrest Scots 14, Marysville Getchell Chargers nothing. Tom, thank you very much. So, as Ted said, 14 nothing Shortcrest leading Marysville Getchell. I think everybody picked Marysville Getchell in that one. So again, that is a halftime score. So change of possession here or change of ends of the field. And here we go. Arlington on the move. It's first and 10 for the Eagles at the 29-yard line. Now going to the south end of the field here at John C. Larson Stadium. Here comes a shotgun snap. Back to pass quickly. It's going to be incomplete. Wow, right through the fingertips of Aiden Rainey, who is the kicker, but Rainey uses his feet, doesn't use his hands apparently because they hit him right in the hands, a little off to the side, but he's, like you said earlier, if you asked him, he'd say, yeah, I should have had that one. Yeah, what's interesting is is uh, in, the, in the rosters we have up here, he's listed as kicker only. Right. He's not listed as kicker wide receiver. He's listed as kicker only. Here I can write in wide receiver here, WR. There you go. <laughs> Tenth play of this drive, third down, ten yards to go for Arlington. Now underway in the fourth quarter, leading 35-6. to six. Now they're holding up play. Who do? I don't know. The officials all came in to the uh, middle of the field and middle of the uh, of the line of scrimmage and met and said you okay yeah I'm okay let's go here we go third down 10 yards to go 29 yard line for Arlington shotgun snap rolling back to pass throwing it's going to be complete incomplete DeBerry was the intended receiver and Miller comes up and just levels him never really held on to the football so incomplete pass so this whole series of plays just didn't look quite right for the Arlington Eagles 
get the feeling they were tr trying some things. Fourth down. That is fourth down. Fourth and ten. They're going to try a field goal. Rainey, hey, if you can't hold on to the pass, we're going to try a field goal. 46 so, yards. So out of the hold of Willis from the 36-yard line, right hash mark. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. The spot, the kick is on the way. It's up, and it is good. It is good. Rainey from 46 yards away and a score for the field goal, and it's 38-6. to six. With 11 minutes and 44 seconds to play in the game, but we will take a break and be right back. What's the biggest myth about interscholastic performing arts? That you have to be the most talented or experienced to participate. The truth is anyone can be a part of their school's performing arts. There are countless opportunities for students to participate, from theater, choir, and band, to speech and debate. The bottom line, if you want to perform, there's a place for you. This message presented by the NFHS and the WIAA. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Let's go back. Let's go down the field to Steve Willits. Steve, what do you got? I thought I heard you talking there. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so here we go. It is after the uh, field goal, ready to kick it off. Rainey hits that 46-yard field goal. We'll take a look at that scoring drive here. In fact, let's go to the scoring drive right now, buddy. Arlington goes 69 yards, 10 plays, three on the ground, seven through the air, taking about five minutes off of the clock, a 46-yard touchdown, or a field goal by Aiden Rainey. And here with 11.44 to go here in the fourth quarter, Arlington 38, Monroe 6. And Rainey will kick it off here. That scoring recap brought to you by the Law Office of Russell and Hill. Proud sponsors of the Boy and Girl Athlete of the Month and Athletes of the Year program. Russell and Hill called 800-LAW-0842. Here is the approach by Rainey. High end over end. Kind of angling out to the left. It'll go into the end zone for a touchback. Bunch of extracurricular activities upfield again. I think these guys are just hauling off and hitting each other for no reason. There's been a fair amount of hitting out there, yep. both sides. So first and 10 for the Monroe Bearcats. Now 38-6 to six here in the fourth quarter. So from the 20-yard line, first and 10, Bearcats. Up to the line of scrimmage they come. Blake Springer's gone the distance at quarterback. Has not had the usual kind of night that Blake Springer has on a week-to-week -week basis. Standing in the shotgun from the 20-yard line, here comes the snap. Drops back to pass. Looking upfield, rolls left. Now he'll throw it into traffic. It's going to be complete at the 35-yard line and out to the 37. As Miller makes that catch for a 17-yard gain. That one looked pretty good. It did, but again, Springer had to fit it into a really tight window. There were three Arlington defenders right there, but uh, he threaded the needle and got it in there. So that'll give him a first down, move the sticks out to the 36-yard, 37-yard line. Off the left hash, here's the shotgun snap. They'll run it this time. Looks like maybe Gavin Rands. No, it's check it. It's a different. 
look at it's hard to see the number it was 47 or 17 17 carl watson the third carried his uniform kind of got bunched up there so he was in there to carry the football lose two brings up second down and 12 yards to go he goes off rands is back in and he will block now and here comes the the blitz and down he will go for a sack all the way back to the 25 yard line they brought the house that time yeah one of the few times they brought more than three uh rushers they brought five and three of them all got to springer right at the same time but this is easy that right monroe's got a pass they've got a oh, yeah. now ball. you just pin your ears back yeah. yeah you just pin your ears back and go well they're kind of in, stuck in newt or a reverse here so they're back to the 28 yard line so it's third and about 20. Third and 19, actually. Third and 19 back to pass. Springer has some time now. Dancing around, looking upfield. Throws into that tight window. It's going to be complete to Miller. Out to the 50. Gets a first down. Ryan Miller made the catch. Got thrown to the ground hard. He kind of takes a moment to get up and compose himself. Puts the ball into, for a 24-yard gain, puts it into Arlington territory down to the 48-yard line. So this this sets it down. Set it downs is moving along pretty nicely here for Monroe at the 48. We're going to get some numbers on Miller here in a moment. First and 10, the 48-yard line for Monroe. Shotgun snap here. They will give it on the handoff. Watson around the right side. He's going to get... No gain. Get right back to the line of scrimmage. That took it. What has Mr. Miller done, buddy? Ryan, Ryan Miller with seven receptions on the night, 103 yards. Yeah, he's kind of been Springer's go-to guy. So no gain on that play. Brings up second down, 10 yards to go at the 48-yard line of Arlington. Here's Springer standing in the shotgun, gets the snap. Drops back, now being chased around, still being chased. Now he's going to run with the football. Heading out to the left-hand side, looking to square up and throw it into traffic. Throws it downfield. I don't, are they going to say he caught it? Yeah, they will. They say he caught the ball down at the 27-yard line. The Miller. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, for one thing, in high school, you only have to have one foot in anyway. So, and he got one foot in. I think most of the fans, they think Sundays all the time. (laughs) Both feet, yeah, you don't have to. Steve, you thought he had two anyway, right? he might have had two anyway. Of course, the fans are going to boo. And it didn't uh, help the cause that one of the Arlington coaches ran right over because it was right in front of him and was trying to yell at the referee that incomplete, incomplete, but they're going to do that no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So at the 27-yard line, first and 10 for the Monroe Bearcats, our most promising drive of the game. Back to pass. Uh-oh, he's being chased out of the pocket now. Three guys from in blue are chasing Blake Springer. Now he heads to the right side. He'll tuck the football at the 25, at the 20, at the 15, spins at the 10. Still on his feet down to the 7-yard line. Blake Springer was being chased, so he says, you're going to chase me. You're going to chase me all the way down here inside the 10-yard line. Pretty athletic play right there. Got Arlington player that's down. Walker McKinney is down. I think he took the brunt of some kind of block downfield. He's playing just about out of bounds at the 11-yard line. And he's being, coming from the near side of the field is the medical staff, the training staff, to tend to him at the 11-yard line. 
as Monroe will go over and gather around their head coach, Scott Darrow. Arnica still out on the field. And now Monroe will head out there as well. No one's taken a knee yet. He's now sitting up. And they will help him to his feet. Or they're, they're, or they're, they're, they're going to get him far enough off where they can think it's safe, and then they'll probably try to resume the game. See, people look at me like I'm mean. I said, drag him off the field. Let's go. Yeah, it looks like they're going <laughs> to follow, follow your suggestion. <laughs> there you right go. Here. Drag him off the field. Let's go. He doesn't want to hold up things, but they're not going to. I don't think they're going to let play continue <laughs> when he's still in a vulnerable position over there. And so both teams just standing there. And, <laughs> Steve, both teams just standing there looking at each other. Well, yeah, he's behind the line of scrimmage. So it's not so <laughs> I think, Tom, by the way, I think when people look at you because they think you're mean, it, it's when you start yelling that you want guys dragged off the field that are perfectly healthy. So that's, <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe so. And so he's up walking now. Oh, wait, oh, let me go back down to you, Steve. Okay. Now, this is where I always – oh, and they're actually going to do this. They were just going to take my suggestion. This is where I always think, why are you walking across the field when you can walk behind a perfectly good end zone, behind the end zone line? So, And that's what they're going to do with him. There you go. See, they're taking our suggestion. Hey, we're just trying to move this game right along. We got we got plans after the game. We, we, got, we got places to go and people to see here. The Rangers just walked it off, and they win game one. Adolis Garcia with a home run, so the Texas Rangers take a one nothing lead in that best of seven world series over the arizona diamondbacks first down goal to go for the monroe bearcats the seven yard line he slings it over the left hand side miller makes a catch of the five and into the end zone touchdown touchdown to the monroe bearcats a seven yard gain for the score monroe gets the score and puts one on the board here in this second half as Miller hauled it in, and then he got hit once, just about the line of scrimmage, and that went into the end zone for the score. And we'll have the addition of the extra point here by Jack Irwin for the Bearcats. Irwin has, hasn't been doing much. He kicked off at the beginning of the game, and they missed the extra point on the t- previous touchdown they scored. So now they're going for two. They will. Yeah, they're so they set it up at the left hash mark here, going for two from the three-yard line, back to pass. Looking into the right corner, throws it, kind of led him too far, incomplete. So the point after is unsuccessful. And our score, with eight minutes and 27 seconds play in the game, it's now 38-12 the score. Back with more from Arlington after this timeout. Justice is easy if you know what to do. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. The score. Arlington Eagles with the lead over the Monroe Bearcats. Again, both these teams will advance into the round of 32, the district playoffs next week. Arlington yep. most assuredly will have a home game. Yep. Arlington uh, receiving team here is setting up as though they're anticipating onside kick. Yeah, they've got nine guys up. Yeah, nine guys within 
10 yards of the 50-yard line, so they're, they're ready for this. Jack Irwin will kick it for the Bearcats. And we will take a look at that uh, scoring drive here in a moment. Here is the approach. No, oh, it's going to be a deep kick. It's going to go all the way back to the end, end line and out of bounds off the end of the field. And so that'll be first and 10 for Arlington. They'll start at the 20-yard line. We go to Buddy Patrick with a look at that scoring drive for the Monroe Bearcats. Monroe goes 80 yards, eight plays, three on the ground, five through the air, taking 313 off of the clock. Seven-yard touchdown pass from Blake Springer to Ryan Miller. The two-point conversion was no good. And with 827 to go here in the football game, Arlington 38, Monroe 12. That scoring update brought to you by Screen Printing Northwest. Trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. T-shirts, hoodies, and more. Start the process online, ScreenPrintingNW.com. First and 10 at the 20-yard line for the Arlington Eagles, leading at 38-12 over the Bearcats in the Westco 3A football championship. They'll run the football, Reed will carry at the 25 at the 30. At the 35, all the way out to the 37-yard line. Caleb Reed on that carry. Gives him lots more breathing room. 17-yard run play for Reed. Puts him all the way out to the 37-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Arlington. Quick opener for Reed. Got yeah. all the way out for 17. And Reed's got to be approaching 100 yards here if he hasn't already surpassed it. Just here we go. Back to pass. Throwing. It's going to be complete on first and 10 at the 45 out to the 50-yard line. Logan Bailey. Comes through and gets a 15-yard gain out to the 50-yard line. In fact, they'll put it all the way down to the 48 of Monroe. So Arlington on the move. They're not. They're not taking their foot off the gas here. Leighton Martin. He will hand off. It'll be Reed. He will carry 45. Reed right straight up the gut. Get down to the 40. Oh, put him at about the 43 or so. Gain of about five yards on the carry. And Arlington just going and moving it down the field. We're inside seven and a half minutes to play in the game. So from the 43-yard line, second down and five yards to go for the Eagles. Trip set to the right. As Martin now can take some time and milk the clock down to 14 of the play clock. He's standing there looking to both sides. Down to seven, down to six. Now they'll set up and ready to run the play. Here it comes. Shotgun snap, drops back. He throws it down for a bundle. Looking to the left side, it's going to be incomplete. Willis was the intended receiver downfield. Chapman was down there defending. Kind of threw it to that spot, thinking that maybe he can, Mr. Willis can get under it. Couldn't do it. Brings up now second down and 10 back here at the 48-yard line. Excuse me, third and five. Third and five back here at the 43-yard line. So now Arlington, again, they just, now they've taken their foot off the gas, and they're just slowly, and they've, there's 25, of course, incomplete pass stops the clock anyway, so you're not really using any time. Third and five, shotgun snap here for Leighton Martin. Will they run? No, they'll pass to the right side. It's going to be complete. Balderas makes the catch in traffic, then he gets spun around like a pretzel. <laughs> it brought down... Spun around, bent over backwards. Ouch. Yeah. Still gets still gets three yards down to the 40-yard line. So now fourth and two for Arlington. 
Fourth and two at the 40. Looks like they are going to go for it. Lake Stevens is leading Glacier Peak 42 to 7 in the late in the ball game About there. Two minutes to go. Fourth and two here. Going for it is Arlington. Back to pass. Looking, throwing. It's going to be incomplete. Uh, yeah, Balderas was the intended receiver. Incomplete pass. So couldn't make that connection there. That'll turn it over on downs, and it will be Monroe Bearcats football. Stay with us for our postgame show. We'll have our stats and stars of the game. We'll have scores of other ball games as the finals are starting to roll in here on this Friday night. Last Friday night of the regular season. Next week, week number 10, the round of 32 playoffs. And we will be right back here at John C. Larson Stadium next week to see the Arlington Eagles. And whoever they take on, the committee will start meeting tomorrow, Coach. Yeah, do you have any guesses? What does Karnak say? I have to go back and look at my uh, my sheet, what I had for possible. Here's the snap. Rands will run it up the middle on first and 10 across the 45 out to the 49-yard line. So put it out to the 48. It'll be an eight-yard gain, second and two coming up here for the Monroe Bearcats. To the line of scrimmage they come. They're right in the uh, logo again, the center of the field. Leading Arlington is 38-12 over Monroe. Back to pass. Springer being chased, rolls away, gets throws it upfield incomplete. We the fans are looking for an illegal block in the back. They're not going to get it. And the referee says, no, that's not going to happen. So it brings up now third, third down and two. What did you see, Steve? I think the uh, the fans might have something there. It looked, <laughs> sure didn't look like he got blocked in the back to me, and it looked like it happened right in front of the official. But, hey, they don't call it. It's fair, right? That's right. Third down and two yards to go at the 48-yard line. On a third down play here, double wideouts to both directions. Very, very low snap. Springer has to go back and pick it up. Now he throws it. It's going to be incomplete. Never really got a good handle on it. And we have a flag down. Late flag. From the side judge here, right in front of the Arlington bench. I wonder if if a coach said something. You get the feeling that it's going to be, or is it going to be a sideline warning? Oh, ineligible receiver. Oh, well, as often happens. Bad snap, throws off all the timing. Yep. So it's time to start talking about our Marysville Toyota player of the game. Let's let's go down to Steve first, see what, he, what he's I'll thinking. tell you what. I mean, normally in a game where you give him 12 points, I'd love to go defense. But yeah. the defense has been more of a collective thing tonight. I really like what I've seen from number seven, the quarterback. Leighton Martin, I mean, he just makes it look so effortless. He spread the ball around really nicely tonight, and that long touchdown run, he gets my vote. Coach, are you? He said everything I would say. I, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go with Leighton Martin as our player of the game. Meanwhile, being chased around on the field is Blake Springer, and Springer is going to go down again for a sack all the way back at the 28-yard line. That did that kind of unraveled there as Buddy Patrick's gotten out, has taken off his shoes, everything to get the loss on this one. 
he was going to lose 15 yards. He ran about 40 yards as he was being chased by the defenders for the Arlington Eagles. Yeah, shout out to the defense here for Arlington, but yeah, Leighton Martin will be our Marysville Toyota player of the game this evening. We'll also hear from the coach in the post-game show. And the defense, it was a complete team effort. I mean, oh, we were yeah. calling lots of guys and their names and their numbers throughout this game. It wasn't just one or two guys. And some of those interceptions, if they catch them, it would have been even worse tonight. Yeah. So Blake Springer into punt the football on fourth and very long. And are we going to have a delay of uh, game? Mr. Springer probably needed to catch his breath there after that yeah. run. Yeah, he's also the punter. He's like, okay, now we've got to kick it? Hold on. We're just going to let this thing unravel here. So back to the 23-yard line, fourth at a country mile again. Fourth and about 10, 27, fourth and 27 probably. Very high snap. Here is a low snap. And the low kick, Willis will pick it up. Then he'll hand it up, faked it on the reverse. Now they're just kind of toying with him. Now he's going to head up field. Willis will. He's got a lane here at the 50, at the 45, at the 40. Left side, the 35, at the 30. Down to the 20. All the way down. Tripped up at the 10-yard line. By Springer. <laughs> Springer just played back there in safety as he was the punter. And he was the last line of defense as Willis. Uh, they were just toying with him up here at the... Uh, receiving site like they faked the reverse well they faked the reverse and then he ended up going the way that they faked the reverse too because he just completely reversed field and then springer makes the touchdown saving tackle so when next week's team looks oh. at the film of this one oh man you kidding me yeah that late in the game i thought we could turn it off no yeah. and that's, wait till you see this and that's 10 or 15 minutes of practice time <laughs> that you've got to go over that so it's going to be first down goal to go for the Arlington Eagles. Leighton Martin, hands off. Caleb Reed carries, carries it into the end zone. Is he? Yes, touchdown. Touchdown from 12 yards away for Caleb Reed. He went in, the one official did put up his arm, but the one on the near side over by Steve said, yeah, we're gonna give him a touchdown. He's into the end zone. And they have blown this thing wide, wide open. Well, I'll tell you what I really like about what I've seen from Arlington tonight, more so than we saw the first time we covered yep. it, is just the balance. They're running the ball. They're throwing the ball. They've got really good offensive balance. So Rainey to add the extra point here. Out of the hold of Willis, the kick is up, and it is good. So with three minutes and 45 seconds to play, in the football game, it's now 45-12. to 12. The lead for Arlington. Back with more. We'll wrap it up here after this timeout. Game days are always better at Dave & Buster's in Linwood at the Elderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at Dave & Buster's in Linwood and online at DaveAndBusters.com. We welcome you back here to John C. Larson Stadium. So, Coach, you asked me what did I, what did Karnak, so where do you think Arlington is going to be placed? Where will they be seated? <sighs> They're six right now in the poll. They're one 
in the um, RPI. They're not going to go by the RPI. I've been trusting the scorebook live poll all season. Okay. So if with a win tonight, you stay at six, unless somebody above them, Eastside Catholic or I, I, Okay, let's say they're at five. Okay, we'll go, go with five. The number 28 team would be Mount Lake Terrace, so they won't play Mount Lake Terrace. So they would probably be the 26 or the 24. So it would be 26 or 24, West Seattle or Juanita, maybe Evergreen of Vancouver. Can okay. you see that? All right, we'll see how accurate we are. Okay. Yeah, but you can't play a team from your own league. So if Not in the first round. No. Yeah. If Mount Lake Terrace were to be there. But I just went by, I kind of just was spitballing all during the week of where possible teams could be. What they do know, though, is they'll be here. That's what that's what we all know. Yep, they will be here, and we will be here next, I'm sure, Friday night. So, uh, waiting for the approach, and here we go. The kick is away by Rainey. It's going to be fielded at the five-yard line. Irwin upfield at the 10, 15, 20, 25, still on his feet, the 30, 35. Still carrying guys with him, the 40 out to the 42-yard line. And so, Steve, I keep feeling like you want to talk with us. <laughs> I, I was—I thought you guys couldn't hear me, so I wasn't sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I was also going to throw my two cents in there. And you're right. I do enjoy what uh, the guys from Scorebook Live do. But yeah. I also want to point out the Coaches Association have been doing their own polls lately. They've got Arlington number three. And I've got to think a lot of those coaches are the ones that are going to be on the committees. Right. The fact that you're number three already and you're winning by 33 tonight against the team that was also perceived to be a top ten. Arlington might be up higher than we even give them credit for. So look out for that. They might be a really high seed. That could be, yeah, if you put them at two or so. Back to pass, throwing, Springer throws it, Miller complete at the 45, 50, 45, and all the way down to the 40-yard line. So Ryan Miller on the catch there. So then you're into the Hazen-Timberline Peninsula area. Arlington played Peninsula last year in this that opening round and went down and got beat down at Roy Anderson Field in Gig Harbor. But this time they'd like to return the favor up north. here. Come on to our place. Come on to my house. 40-yard line, first and 10 for Monroe. Back to pass to Springer. Has time this time. He throws it downfield. He's got a man incomplete. Let him a little bit too much into traffic there. Can I tell you what's been bothering me all day, Coach, all, all, this, all this evening? The yellow gloves on the coach. Oh, you keep uh, thinking flags. Are I keep thrown? thinking flag. Yeah. The, the Arlington coach who signals in the plays has bright yellow gloves. It looks like a flag. And every time I see him, and he's waving his hands around like he's coaching third base. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they wear those uh, really uh, visual sure. uh, bright gloves so that the uh, guys out on the field can see them. But it confuses But I me. see why you would be confused by it. I'm easily confused if you haven't discovered that by now. From the 40-yard line, second and 10 for Monroe. Backwards pass, they throw it. That's Mason Davis heading upfield at the 40, 35, 30. Gets a first down and more all the way down inside the 25-yard line. That was a backward pass, so that'll be a run. That is a run play. So put it down. See where they say he stepped out of bounds. It'll be a 12-yard gain. I thought he had more, but they say he stepped out of bounds at the 28-yard line, so that's where it is. First and 10 for Monroe, 2.41 to play in the game. Shotgun snap here. 
Double wide outs to the left side. Back to pass. He's going to throw to the left side. He's got a man down in the end zone looking, and it's going to be knocked away incomplete. Knocked away in the end zone there by Dallas Miller. Miller didn't push on him. He just waited, waited. And I think he watched the eyes of the div- yeah. of the uh, receiver. Yeah, well done by the corner. Ball was just a tad bit underthrown, to be fair. Um, but it, it was great defense on the part of uh, uh, the cornerback there. Yeah, he just reached up and, okay, here the ball is right here. Swat. Swatted it away. Second and 10. 28-yard line. Shotgun snap. Back to pass. Throws it. Little screen pass to the right side. It's going to be complete at the 30. Down the 25. Down close to the 20-yard line. Carl Watson on that catch. A 7-yard gain on that one. Brings up third down and three yards to go at the 21. 45-12 the lead for Arlington. No doubt how this one is they keep trying to signal up to the press box to have them run the clock i think steve <laughs> so it's be second down third down third and three back to pass springer looks to the end zone has a man there this time does he make the connection he does not incomplete nathan matheson was the defender down there Davis was the intended receiver. He thought he could get it. In fact, he had it momentarily, but the ball was swatted away. He kind of hit the ground strangely and hard. I think he's... Yeah, he's going out. Yeah, he's going to the far sideline, yeah. He took a good wallop down there. So fourth down, fourth and three for Monroe. Back to pass. Throwing complete. Mauser at the 20 10, 5, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Monroe. Nick Mauser from 21 yards away and the pass play from Blake Springer and a touchdown for the Bearcats. So that'll look a little bit better tomorrow. A little, on the- little bit of window dressing there <laughs> yeah. for Monroe. Now, they went, f- they missed an extra point, then they went for two and they didn't get that. I would think you just kick here. Yeah, you would think, but the offense is staying out. They need that. They need that too. So they will go for two here. Going for the extra point. Blake Springer. They put a man in motion through the formation. Back to pass. Springer can't escape and down he will go. So three tries for extra points tonight, and three times they are unable to cash in. Hunter Duncan on the tackle. We'll take a break. A minute 54 to go in the game. 45-18, all Arlington tonight. Back to wrap it up. And we'll send it in the postgame show coming up after this timeout. Give your event that extra wow with Russell's Restaurant. Russell's can cater your event or host it at the loft. Just saw 405 in Canyon Park. Weddings, corporate events, fundraisers, parties, and private dining make it memorable with Russell's. Raise a toast with an espresso martini. Or show your appreciation with a double-cut pork chop with an apple brandy demi-glaze. In the gorgeous accommodations at Russell's. Plan your event now at russellowell.com. Simple food done well. Russell Lowell. <laughs> 45 to 18 the score all arlington this evening again our postgame show coming up we'll talk with our player of the game leighton martin we'll talk with the victorious head coach greg daler of these arlington eagles 
Arnington jumped out quick and then just kept piling on during the game. And out to this 45 to 18 lead. Here's the kickoff. It's going to be fielded here by Arlington. They will just, he's just going to fall down with it. Dallas Miller had it. It was going to try to, for more of a return. And now it's a, I'm just going to t- go down, take a knee, and let's just wind this thing out this final minute 49. Let's take a look at that scoring drive for the Monroe Bearcats. Monroe goes 58 yards, seven plays, one on the ground, six through the air, taking a minute 51 off of the clock. 21-yard touchdown pass from Blake Springer to Nick Mauser. Two-point conversion was no good, and with 154 to go here in this football game, Arlington Eagles 45, Monroe Bearcats 18. That scoring recap brought to you by David Busters. It's your place to watch the game, all the games. David Busters in their 40-foot wow wall. David Busters at the Aldwood Mall in Linwood. Looks like they're going to go into victory formation here and take a couple of knees, and we will be done for the evening here. First one is there on first and 10. We'll bring up second down. Down to minute 42 to play. They haven't reset the play clock there. I don't think they realized that the uh, play had actually expired as well. So now they're running the play clock again. The clock continues to move. Steve Jensen <laughs> looking and making sure that uh, all the clock is moving. We'll take a break here momentarily as soon as the game officially draws to a close. 45-18, to 18, our player of the game, coach of the game hugs all around down on the field they will be going to the playoffs the arlington eagles are going to win it both monroe's going to the playoffs too and they could easily coach host a game next week as well they could easily host the game and i think they they are capable of making a pretty deep run yeah i don't know that you drop out of the top 16 no i wouldn't think they would so they could have a home game as well one more knee and this game will be over Actually, I think it's two more knees. I think they've mistimed it here. They've got no help from the home home timer up here. (laughs) So they will. Well, actually, they can. They take one more knee, and that is it. That will be that. The final score will be the Arlington Eagles 45 and the Monroe Bearcats 18. Stay with us. West Coast Rap Postgame Show coming up next right here on KRKO. Hi there, it's MK Bowling, your local farmer's insurance agent. Texting while driving is one of the most common distractions that cause car crashes, but there are many other mundane and innocent tasks that may put you at risk. It's a quick glance at your cell phone to see who's calling, a head scratch on the furry four-legged passenger traveling beside you. Distracted driving is the cause of nine deaths and more than 1,000 injuries every day in the U.S. Contact me today at mkbowlinginsurance.com to get an insurance quote and discover the peace of mind you deserve. At Erickson Furniture, we've been bringing our customers affordable home furnishings for 111 years. Wow, that's a pretty big deal. So to say thank you for supporting us all these years, Erickson Furniture is holding a giant anniversary sale with our lowest prices, zero interest financing for 12 months, plus a chance to win a cozy Lazy Boy Rocker Recliner. Don't miss the 111th anniversary sale. Going on now at Erickson Furniture, 2015 Broadway in Everett and online at ericksonfurniture.com. It's saving season at Snohomish County's best CF Moto dealer, Premier Polaris in Monroe. CF Moto ATVs, UTVs, and side by sides, clearance priced and ready to move at Premier Polaris. CF Motos with rebates up to $3,000 or a three year warranty depending on model. Premier Polaris just off Main Street in Monroe. PremierPolaris.com. 
CF Mojo recreational vehicles are intended for off-road use only and can be dangerous to operate. Review all product manuals, labels, and safety information before operating. Always wear your safety gear and never operate a CF Moto vehicle under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Visit CFMotoUSA.com for complete training and safety guidelines. Break out of your reading rut with help from your local library. Tell us what you love to read or what you don't, and we will create custom reading recommendations tailored to your interests. You can request recommendations for any age, any genre, and in your preferred format. Ebooks, audiobooks, or physical books. The staff can even provide movie recommendations. Learn more at snow-isle.org slash custom reading list. That's snow-isle.org slash custom reading list. This is the best of Snohomish County High School football on KRKO AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. And we welcome you back live here to John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington, where the final score of the Arlington Eagles win at 45-18 to over the Monroe Bearcats. Welcome back, Tom Lafferty, along with Joel Vincent and Steve Willits. And, Steve, you're going to get the uh, coach, but you got to wait for Channel 7, right, Cairo TV? Yeah, they're, they're gathered around. The uh, Arlington Eagles gathered around their coach, and the Channel 7 cameras are there, so they wanted to – Hey, you get te- coach. You get TV time. It's TV time. That's what can you say? You get TV time. That's always a great thing. Um, <laughs> and you know, big win for Arlington tonight sets them up. You know, let's not forget. You know, this is kind of the de facto Westco title game too. Right. So you know, you're not just get that one number one seed, but you get Westco bragging rights and all the other stuff. Well, and the th- and thing that we mentioned, you you would figure that Arlington will be first or second, maybe. Th- second or third maybe fourth seed going into and that's a home team and that's against you know 33 or 34 on the other side yeah right. and, it, and it means somebody might be traveling here a really long way right to get here and i i agree with steve you know once he mentioned it it made me think uh more uh along the lines of what he was thinking and that is there's a lot of coaches uh, that uh, make up that uh, seating committee so yeah i would be really really surprised if arlington is outside of that top four and you said you saw stuff tonight from Arlington that we didn't see the last time we were here when they beat Marysville Pilchuck here. Yeah, I mean, they ran some unbalanced sets down there on the goal line. Um, uh, they ran that reverse on the punt return. Yeah, they, they showed some stuff tonight that I'm sure they wanted to get on film and, and force whoever they're going to play to, to you know, have to burn some practice time getting ready for. So it's a bunch of happy Eagles down here gathering around their coaches and Coach Greg Daler. We'll hear from Greg Daler and our player of the game, Leighton Martin. Talk about Martin. What you what you like from him? Boy, just his athleticism, his leadership. Um, if he wasn't doing it with his arm, he was doing it with his feet. Um, you know, he's just really come into his own. Right. Yeah, he played really well. How about, how about the Monroe Bearcats? They're meeting over on the far sideline about the 10-yard line talking with their coaches. They're down at one knee. They're not quite as boisterous as the Not Eagles. quite as boisterous. I mean, uh, this has got to be humbling for them. Um, you know, we were talking earlier tonight. I mean, they, their average margin of victory this, this year in those eight games they ran off was 39 points a game. They're not used to being this. You know, my message to them, if they were my guys, is, um, you know, let's talk about it right here. And when we leave, I want you to find a line somewhere here on the field, leave it on the line, and we got a new season starts next week. So we, we're not going to sit here and dwell on this one. Let's get ready for next week. Well, and we talked about it. Even with a loss, even with a pretty big loss tonight, 
they're not going to drop out of the top 16, I can't imagine, when they've been in the top 10 the whole time. You know, no. Maybe you drop out into the 12, 13 area. Well, I mean. But that still gives you a home game yeah, in that yeah. round of 32. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind they're 8-1. and one. Right. They won their league. I, I I would be shocked if they dropped out of the top 16. But co- coaches' committees have, <laughs> have shocked us before. It wouldn't yeah. be the first time. No. So uh, Arlington still meeting around their coaches, and we're going to hear from all of those guys. And let's see what Steve is watching down here. You guys, you're having a good time down there. It's a great time down here right now. Yeah, uh, Coach Taylor meeting with the guys right now. Some of the assistant coaches also kind of chiming in right now. They're, uh, obviously, it's very celebratory. They just had Channel 7 here. Cairo 7 was here. The uh, cameraman also had a microphone with him, so asked a couple of questions, and uh, the team gathered around Coach Daler while he was talking to them. So if anybody wants to watch the news tonight, you might see some of that. And uh, I think Coach Daler mentioned uh, on there, Tom, and I don't know if it was in the notes or not. If it was, I, I didn't see it, but I think he mentioned it's the first time they've been over undefeated in a regular season since he's been here. And he's been here a while, and he's had some very good teams. So, uh, yeah, so they're having fun. The band just went by us a minute ago, and Coach still addressing the team as we speak. And uh, guys all taking a knee in front of him, and a lot of smiling faces down here. We, we can uh, spill the beans a little bit on some of the other scores. Mariner did defeat Kamiak, Steve, 14-13, so there will be Kansas City tiebreaker tomorrow, 3 o'clock at Goddard Stadium. Yeah, put some ice on the uh, the injuries and get ready to go. You're playing football again in less yeah, than 24 hours. three-way Kansas City tiebreaker. Coach, have you, have you had to do that before back-to-back days? Uh, no, no. We had to do a – the worst worst we ever had is we played a Thursday game against Mariner. It was a knockdown dragout. Played a full game Tuesday against Snohomish. Right. That was a knockdown dragout. And then we had to turn around and play Lake Washington on a Saturday. So we played three games in nine days. Full games. Full games. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have to do that. But, yeah, turning around. We, they did it a couple of years ago. I know we went they out did. to Monroe. They did. It was out in Monroe, and they played a half. Right. Remember that? That yep. was not a Kansas City tiebreaker back then. And the reason they're doing it is all three teams will be one and three in league play. And they've all beat each other. And they've all beat each other, so it's a true tie. And you can't and you, can't, you can't go to the pre-drawn numbers because that will eliminate somebody. Right. So they're going to let them play it off to see who wins it. We'll hear from Coach Daler right now. The undefeated head football coach of the Arlington Eagles. You're smiling right now. Even at halftime with that big lead, you still looked a little concerned. Uh, I, I guess the clocks are at triple zeros. How are you feeling right now? Yeah, I can finally relax a little. With an offense like that, um, you can't ever you can't ever relax and, and pull back. And uh, so, But our defense is playing phenomenal this year. Um, it's just so fun to watch them play. And then with this guy behind center, we're always going to move the ball well. So it was just a lot of fun tonight. You've had some great teams over the years here since you've been doing this. Did I just hear correctly? Did you just tell the guy from Cairo, first undefeated season? First time we've ever been undefeated since I've been here, yeah. Uh, what does that mean to you? I mean, you've come close a few times. So to finally get that zero at the end of the year, Tell me a little bit about that and just where, I mean, I don't want you to tell me you rank anybody, but how does this team compare to some of the other great teams you've had here? It's one of the best, if not the best, just because of their chemistry and the way we're flying around defense and the way we're we're doing things on both sides of the ball and our special teams and our coaching's top notch. It's just really everything's clicking, and, and that's just something special that you can't create every single year, and it's just all come together really well. And we stayed healthy, yeah. knock on wood, but we've stayed healthy, and that's great too. You're playing against a very good Monroe team tonight, a Monroe team that's been averaging almost 39 points more than their opponents all season long. I've got to think coming into this game, maybe you weren't expecting 45-18. You weren't expecting 42-6 to or whatever it was with just a few minutes to go. Uh, just the way that this team came out tonight and performed in the biggest game of the season. I mean, wow. I was so proud of them. 
you know, you, you worry all week and you hope and wish that we'll step up and play like we know we can. And they played above my expectations, especially defensively, just the way we covered. Uh, even when we didn't get pressure on the quarterback, there was still he had no one open. It was phenomenal. And then we executed on offense our game plan. This is like the finally three weeks in a row before this. Defenses did not come out in what they practiced all year. And so we gave all these great game plan, and then they, we can't run it, right? So it's just fun. They, they knew what they wanted to do, and it was fun. Our game plan was, was working. And I would have. We're, we're going to talk to your quarterback here in a moment because Layton's our player of the game. I would have hated to have tried to pick a defensive player of the game just because of the fact that it, it was such a compilation of so many different players tonight. Like you mentioned, you, you really, you guys dominated in the trenches. Your your linebacking core was staying home all night and shutting them down whenever they throw a screen pass. Your DBs were all over the place. Just an all-around team effort. Yeah, 11 guys playing as a unit, and that's what you need. You don't need a bunch of individuals. You need 11 guys playing together, and I'm just so proud of them. I'm going to talk to your quarterback here in a moment. What is what has he meant to this team? Well, he's just a calm, cool presence at all times. He doesn't he doesn't get super excited and he doesn't lose calm. Kind of like that guy over there. He was for us. Fred um, Novak over there. Yeah, calm, cool presence. And the, but it's in his athleticism. So the unscripted plays are just, you know, they just like sit and watch. Like, okay, that's cool. Like it's touchdown run. We fumble the snap. And he just takes off and throws a touchdown. So you're like, hey, yeah, I called that one. But so, <laughs> so it's just it's it's nice. Uh, and then and when he's in the system, he does really well as well. So, special teams wise, Mr. Willis tonight, not, not too bad. Uh, Jake Willis had a phenomenal game. He had two catches on pass interference plays. Um, and our special teams coordinator Blake Peterson does a phenomenal job to put him and in, in all our guys in successful situations. So. Yeah, that's really fun to watch. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. Somebody might be listening out here tonight, too, so let's let's get you right here now. There's a committee that's going to meet over the weekend. They're going to talk about where we're going to place Arlington, where they should be. You guys are number six, I think, in the in the one poll for uh, preps or what, scorebook live, number three in the coaches' poll. Do you think about things like that? Obviously, when you're putting up scores tonight, you know that they're all watching. You know that they're all looking. In theory, the higher you're ranked, the easier your opponent's going to be. Where should this team be right now? You know, I don't look. I don't look. People tell me RPI 1, we're 3. I, I don't look. I tell the kids the numbers don't mean anything. We'll play whoever we play the next game. Um, do I think we should be seated high? Yes. But I don't look, and I, I don't care. I'm just so excited for these guys, and we're going to play who we get to play. Regardless of who you play, you're playing at home, too. What does that mean for a playoff game? Now, that's the important part. <laughs> and I would like to get ranked high enough to play a cup in a row if we keep winning for sure. Greg Daler, how do you celebrate this one tonight before you start getting ready for your opponent? You can't really get ready right now anyway. You don't even have an opponent yet. No, until Sunday. My family and I will go get something to eat and just talk about the game and just rehash the whole thing. It's going to be fun. Who's this person you got your arm around right now? This is my daughter, Layla. Say hi, Layla. Hi. There you go. You're on the La Layla. So we got Greggy and Layla, your kids. What do you guys think about the uh, dad's football team? Um, good. You think they're pretty good? How about you, Layla? What do you think? How's this been for following your dad and this team this year? Good. They think, think it's good. People of many words, you can tell. <laughs> you couldn't get them this quiet at home if you tried. They're just freezing up a little. Bring the microphone around a little bit. All right, deal. Hey, Greg, congratulations on a great job this year. We're going to be covering your game again next week, too, so looking forward to talking some more, but go enjoy this one. Appreciate it, Steve. Thank you guys for covering us. All right, thank you. That's Greg Daler, the head football coach. And now let's talk to our player of the game, Leighton Martin, the uh, the quarterback. He's even got a, a round of applause over here from a former QB1 here himself, Trent Novak. Leighton, talk a little bit about this team. What does this mean for you guys? What does it mean when I say undefeated season? Uh, it's pretty special. It's something we talked about. It's one of our goals that we have on our pyramid, and to achieve it is something special, especially because that's what we've worked for the whole season. 
Now, you knew that you kind of ran the gauntlet of the, the North teams earlier this season, but really the game that everybody's been looking at for three or four weeks now, to be quite honest, was this game here tonight. I know you guys have to take it one game at a time, but you knew Monroe was on the schedule. You knew October 27th was going to be the matchup. Coming out here tonight and really setting the tone, first offensive play of the game, take me through that play. You guys have been sitting on the sideline for five or six minutes while Monroe puts together like a 15-play drive, and then you come out there and fire a touchdown on the very first pass. Yeah, it was something nice. I was looking, me and uh, the slot receiver, we don't play both ways, so we were getting cold. And then uh, I stepped up in the pocket, Cade cooked his guy in the touchdown. Yeah. Just put it right where you needed to put it. Yeah, perfect route, perfect ball. It's a great play. Tell me about touchdown number two to Jake. You got Jake kind of streaking down the, the sideline there. Uh, we ran a sluggo, and Jake had him beat on the move. I couldn't see it. I got hit, so I was on the ground. I saw him in the end zone. It was definitely pretty cool. Tell me about the touchdown run. I mean, it looked like it was kind of a broken play. I'm guessing that was the case. Yeah, it was supposed to be a handoff to the running Caleb Reed, but I bobbled it, so I thought it was too late, so I just took off. And we had good blocks up front. Do you enjoy those plays where you get to kind of use your athleticism? Obviously, we watched you on the basketball court. We know all about you playing point guard. Being able to get out there and run a little bit, is that something you look forward to? Yeah, well, for sure. I get made fun of a little bit. They say I bobble it on purpose, you know. I've got to ask you, too, about your arm, because there were a few times when you threw a pass, and I haven't had a chance to watch it that much this year. A couple of times I thought, what's he doing throwing that? Then all of a sudden I realized, oh, that's why he's throwing that. I mean, a couple, you on the run, across the field, the arm strength. I mean, you, you've got a lot of confidence in that uh, that rifle of yours, don't you? Yeah, for sure. I, I got a lot of trust in our receivers, too. They make a lot of good plays for me, so they make me look good. Okay, mention some of those receivers, because they did an outstanding job. Uh, J.K. and Chase all found the end zone tonight, and... They did incredible. Just getting open every play, it was, it was great. The guys up front did great, too. Yeah. Having Reed as a running back, nice compliment to the passing game, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a good blocker, good hard runner. It's nice to have him, for sure. And we'd be remiss if we don't have you talk. And we're going to have, have Jake Willis get over here, too. For him. We're going to talk to him in just a second. I did want to ask you also, late before we let you go, tell me about your offensive line, because really your receivers were getting mentioned all night. You were getting talked about all night but really those guys dominated a really good monroe football team in the trenches tonight yeah we have a lot of smart heady players up front so they just did a good job uh, uh imposing their will on the other players for sure you excited to have a home playoff game here next week oh yeah it's definitely something we look forward to okay well he threw for three touchdowns tonight he ran for one by the way i want to ask you also because we talked to trent novak at halftime yeah. talk a little bit about uh watching this guy coming up and what maybe the two of you have meant to each other he was complimentary of you and Kind of what he's seen out here from you tonight. What's it been like working with him? I've definitely learned a lot from him, and uh, we talk all week. Uh, he wishes me good luck every time. It's definitely something special that not many other schools have. Okay, so we're going to get a picture of you. How about a nice round of applause there for uh, Leighton Martin? I'm going to have you hold up that shirt. We'll have you hold the other side up there real quick here. as uh, Get some photo. There we go. He is the Marysville Toyota player of the game, so we're going to get some photos there with him. And, again, Leighton, congratulations. Best of luck next week. Thank you. And let's go over here. I want to talk to Jake Willis for a second here, too. First of all, let's talk about – I want to talk about your you in the uh, the special teams game tonight, but tell me about the touchdown pass first. Um, we called a play. He gave me that look, so I knew it was coming to me. He threw a perfect ball. Let me let me run under it, and it was all it was all running from there. All running from there, and then you're playing defense tonight, too, but really the three punt returns, shortening the field for your offense, too. How important is the special teams game to to what you guys are trying to accomplish? It's so important. It's something we really focus on during practice, which not a lot of teams do. And just thank you to my blockers. They really do everything for me to get big gains for Leighton in our offense to set up, get touchdowns. Okay, normally I do this with the quarterback, but I let him get away, so I'm going to have you do it. Give a shout-out to your offensive line and who some of those guys are that were blocking. Thank goodness for them because if they are, they are great blockers because if they didn't, I wouldn't have time. Leighton. 
he's a magician. He wouldn't have time to do what he does and get me the ball. But thank, thanks to them, because without them, we're, we can't. Give, give us some names. Dylan Scott, um, Willem Van Donjet, two big, two biggest tackles I've ever seen. They're like twice my size. Rory Kaler, new center. He played running back last year. Came in, he center. He stepped up to the occasion. Just they're great players. And I, I remiss of that I didn't ask this earlier, so I'm going to have you talk about it a little bit. Did we set an Arlington team? I meant to ask Coach Daler about this. Was that a team record tonight for longest field goal ever in team history? How long was it? 46 yards. I think it ties the record. Uh, our kicker hit a 46-yard or 47-yarder earlier this year. So You were holding on that one, right? I'm his holder. Um, our chemistry is crazy. He's, in my opinion, the best kicker in the state, and there's nothing much he can't do. So when, when the play is called, it's about 38 degrees out here, 46 yards out. Are you thinking he's got this? Oh, yeah. I, any conditions, any yardage, I trust him. We have a crazy bond that he trusts me, I trust him, and I know it's in every time. The hold was good. The snap was good. and good. Hold's good, and you know the kick's got to be good. So this is all worked out. Very nice. How do you celebrate this one tonight? Get food. I'm, I'm starving. <laughs> where, where do you go to eat? Red Robin, B-dubs, wherever's open. <laughs> Whoever's not packed, actually. So. Not, not packed, open. He's ready for some yeah, food, and you're, ready, anyway. and you're ready for a home game next week. Oh, I'm so ready for that. Thank Our crowd is amazing. Our environment, I just love it. So it's really a huge, huge plus we get a home game. All right, Jake Willis, thanks for talking to us. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Back up to you guys. Thank you very much, Steve. And with the... Uh, whole bunch of guests out on the field and our player of the game is sponsored by marysville toyota at marysville toyota one person one prize one hour experience the power of one marysville toyota on smoky point boulevard all players of the game receive a sweatshirt provided by screen printing northwest we'll come back take a look at the scoring highlights again the final score here 45 18 arlington over monroe for the westco 3a football championship for the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of West Coast High School sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information. A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars. Because when cell and internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM radio for every vehicle act. Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text STOP to STOP. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletOfEverett.com. That's ChevroletOfEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Parts of the Harnish Auto Family. 
For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of Westco High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund. To schedule a free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. Everett's greatest hits, sports and more. KRKO Everett. Welcome back here to John C. Larson Stadium where the Wesco 3A Championship 45 to 18 the win for the Arlington Eagles. We're going to take a look at the scoring highlights. I think we're getting Tornado Ted Beener on the line here. He is down at Quilcita Stadium here or down north of us at Marysville. Let's go down to Ted right now at Quilcita Stadium. What do you got, Ted? Well, we're still here with about 7 minutes 40 seconds left in this game. And uh, at this moment, the Shortcrest Scots lead 14 to 13. They led 14 to nothing at the half on the arm of quarterback Daniel Stevenson. He had a 31 and 22 yard touchdown passes. Chargers took the second half kickoff and used a 47 yard kickoff return to get them great field position. Six plays later, new quarterback Benjamin Allstar hit wide receiver Cohen Ramsey with a 25 yard TD pass to draw the Chargers back into the game at 14-7. to And uh, the next uh, possession for the Scots, hey, well, yeah, the cold weather is playing a role here, and uh, their quarterback drops the ball, 16-yard fumble, and the ensuing punt gave the Chargers great field position again, this time at the Scots' 40-yard line. Seven plays later, uh, the quarterback hits uh, Sean Etheridge, from 23 yards out for another TD. The point after was no good, however, and that's left the score at Shortcrest 14, Marysville Getchell 13. At this moment, Marysville Getchell's got the, the ball. They've been driving from their six-yard line. They're at midfield right now. We're at seven minutes, 16 seconds to go, and uh, there's been a flurry of penalties in this game as well. Shortcrest already with a dozen penalties and the Chargers have five at this point. But that's where we stand at this moment from We'll see the stadium in Marysville. This is Ted Beener. Tom? Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our pricing made simple guarantee, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy, fun in person or online at kiaofeverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Washington needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
It's time to fall into Snohomish. Saturday, October 28th, the historic downtown Snohomish Association invites you to an expanded family-friendly event that's focused on raising money for the Snohomish Community Food Bank. Vendor booths, a costume contest, the 10th year of the Zombie Walk, and more. All for a great cause. Fall into Snohomish featuring the Zombie Walk the Saturday before Halloween at noon at the Snohomish Carnegie. And it's free to attend. More info at historicdowntownsnohomish.org. There's never been a better time to change your career and change your life. Slater All Lines Insurance School in Linwood can prepare you to take the test to become a licensed insurance producer. If you want to pass the test, you need to take the course with Slater All Lines Insurance School in Linwood in person or on Zoom. You can ask questions and get real answers from a qualified instructor. Take the test with confidence thanks to Slater. Go to slaterinsuranceschool.com to sign up. Change your career, change your life. Slaterinsuranceschool.com. For its greatest hits, sports, and more, KRKO Everett. Welcome back here. Final score, 45-18. to 18, The Arlington Eagles over the Monroe Bearcats. And we're going to, buddy, we're going to call it audible. Omaha, right here. Omaha. Omaha. We're gonna, Omaha. We're, I'll, I'll lead you into this first play, and then we're going to go rapid fire from here because it was a, a, a lot of scoring in this one. Uh, Monroe started this game with the ball putting together an impressive 14-play uh, drive, but it all unraveled thanks to an Arlington Eagle interception, their second interception, uh, first interception of two of the night, and the very first offensive play for Arlington. It was our player of the game, Mr. Martin, going deep. The quarterback is Leighton Martin. Standing in the shotgun, has a running back to his left. Double wideouts to the left. We'll give you the starters as we go along here. Man in motion through the formation. Fake it to both those guys. He'll step up in the pocket. Now he'll run. No, he'll throw. He puts it downfield. Has a man there. The catch is made at the 25. At the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Arlington. Kane Hunter hauled it in. 63-yard touchdown for the Arlington Eagles. Quick strike for the Eagles. So it's third down, goal to go. At about the three-yard line for the Arlington Eagles. And they come out in their regular package now. Yeah, double wideouts both sides. Late Martin puts a man in motion back through the formation from left to right. But they will run the football. Give it to Reed, and he breaks into the free and into the end zone. Caleb Reed, touchdown, Eagles. Line of scrimmage is the three, and it's third down goal to go. Springer waiting for the snap. No, that's not Springer. They're going to go directly to Rance, who goes right side. Wildcat, touchdown, three-yard game. First and 10 now at the 31-yard line. Back to pass, Leighton Martin throws it down the left-hand side. He's got a man there. That's Willis. Makes a catch at the 35, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown. The quick strike. Arlington Eagles strike again. 66 yards for the score. On second and 12. At the 17-yard line, shotgun snap. Martin rolls to the left, looks upfield, throws into the end zone. Touchdown! 18-yard strike in the corner for Chase DeBerry, who hauls it into the corner. Third down, two yards to go from the 44-yard line. Shotgun snap. He almost fumbled it. In fact, he keeps it himself and runs at the 40, 35, 30. Lots of speed. Goodbye. 10-5 touchdown. He almost fumbled it off the snap, and then he says, I'll just take it myself. He did. 46-yard touchdown. That is fourth down. Fourth and ten. They're going to try a field goal. Rainey 
hey, if you can't hold on to the pass, we're going to try a field goal. 46 so, yards. So out of the hold of Willis from the 36-yard line, right hash mark. Waiting for the snap. Here it is. The spot, the kick is on the way. It's up, and it is good. It is good. Rainey from 46 yards away and a score for the field goal, and it's 38-6. to six. First down goal to go for the Monroe Bearcats. The seven-yard line, he slings it over the left-hand side. Miller makes a catch of the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown to the Monroe Bearcats, a seven-yard gain for the score. So it's going to be first down goal to go for the Arlington Eagles. Leighton Martin hands off. Caleb Reed carries, carries, and into the end zone. Is he? Yes, touchdown. Touchdown from 12 yards away for Caleb Reed. He went in. The one official didn't put up his arm, but the one on the near side over by Steve said, yeah, we're going to give him a touchdown. He's into the end zone, and they have blown this thing wide, wide open. So fourth down, fourth and three for Monroe. Back to pass. Throwing complete. Mauser at the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Monroe. Nick Mauser from 21 yards away, and the pass play from Blake Springer, a touchdown for the Bearcats. And the final score from Arlington High School, the Arlington Eagles 45, the Monroe Bearcats 18. And when we come back, we'll take a look at the numbers, and we've got scores of other ball games coming in as well. Final score, 45-18, the Wesco 3A football championship goes to Arlington. Back with more after this timeout on KRKO. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. 
Final score, 45-18. The Arlington Eagles over the Monroe Bearcats. Final segment of the Wesco Wrap postgame show. And Buddy Patrick has a look at the numbers. And we'll start with the Monroe Bearcats on the ground. Gavin Rance led that led, led the team 14 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Nick Mauser, four carries for 23 yards. Mason Davis, four carries for 22 yards. Blake Springer hung out of the ball six times for a loss of 23 yards. Through the air, Springer, 20 for 40, so 50%, Steve Willits. Uh, through the air for 266 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, one of those touchdown passes going to Ryan Miller, who led all receivers, 10 receptions for him on the night, 149 yards, and again, that seven-yard touchdown reception. Nick Mauser had the other touchdown, two receptions for him, 26 yards. Deegan Chapman, one reception for nine yards. Aaron Clifton, one reception, five yards. Matthew Rodriguez, one reception for eight yards. Gavin Rains, one reception for 13 yards. Mason Davis, three receptions for 49 yards. Carl Watson, one reception for seven yards. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different receivers for the Monroe Bearcats on the night. So 59 yards on the ground for the Bearcats, 266 through the air, 325 total yards for Monroe. For the victorious Arlington Eagles on the ground, Caleb Reed, 17 carries for 125 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Leighton Martin kept the ball five times for 48 yards. He had a touchdown as well. Through the air for Martin, he was 11 for 21 for 280 yards and three touchdown passes. All three of those touchdown passes going in the first half. Cade Hunter getting one touchdown. Two receptions total for him, 78 yards. Jake Willis, two receptions for 102 yards and a 66-yard touchdown pass. Logan Bailey, one reception for 15 yards. Steve Balderas, three receptions for 27 yards. Chase DeBerry, four receptions, 58 yards. He had that final touchdown pass from Leighton Martin. 173 total yards on the ground, 280 through the air, 453 total yards for the Eagles. And just because we've been following it all night, the total plays for both teams, Monroe Bearcats had 70 total plays in this football game, Arlington just 47. Okay, thanks very much, Buddy Patrick. And we take a look now at the scores of other ball games. We'll bring everybody in here if they want to take part here as, and we'll go. Coach, here we go. Arlington 45, Monroe 18. Marysville Pilchuk blanks Snohomish 45 to nothing. No, no surprise there. Final, Ferndale over Edmonds Woodway, 49-14. to 14. I thought that game would be closer, but that's a tough road trip. That's a tough road trip for the uh, Edmonds Warriors, and that is both teams will advance, so that's the number two teams, so both of those teams will advance. In the Snohomish-Marysville-Pilchuk game, Snohomish is done for playoffs, as Marysville-Pilchuk, though, will advance into the round of 32. The game's still in progress, fourth quarter, Stanwood-Montlake Terrace, 0-0 tie. Coach, that's been a long time since we've gone into the fourth quarter in the Western Conference, a 0-0 tie. Old school. That is old school right there. So that may even indeed go to overtime. So that's a fourth quarter score. Don't have a final yet there. Don't have a final yet. It's a close game at Cool City Stadium. It was the 8 o'clock game, so the game's not over yet. Is Shortcrest leading Marysville Getchell 14-13 in the third quarter. I did think I heard Tornado Ted say, that it was a new quarterback for Marysville Getchell, so I'm wondering what oh. where Bubba Palacall was. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he's not hurt. But yeah. uh, Getchell finds himself in another nip and tuck football game. 
and the loser is out of that ball game. Only the winner will advance. Lake Stevens beat Glacier Peak final 42 to 7. That was expected there. Oak Harbor over Shorewood 44 to 10. It was Mariner 14, Kamiak 13. So now here's Coach Joel Vincent to explain what happens tomorrow. Well, tomorrow there'll be a three-way Kansas City tiebreaker at uh, Frank Goddard Stadium at Mariner High School. And um, if my understanding is correct, the information I have, Mariner and Jackson will play first, and then the winner plays Kamiak, and then the winner of that gets the final seed. So it's they're looking for one seed. Glacier Peak or Lake Stevens Glacier Peak will be one and two out of mm-hmm. the Western Conference. And 4A. one of those three teams will be the third seed. Whoever survives that. And the, the order that they play was dictated by the preseason drawn numbers. Okay. So Kamiak had the best number, so they get to wait for the winner of the first one. And again, Mariner wins it tonight, fourteen thirty. And that Kansas tiebreaker we understand is three o'clock tomorrow. Three o'clock, Frank Goddard Stadium. There you go, Jackson. Was leading Redmond 26-12. That was a second quarter score. I've got. Oh, you got it. Well, it's not final, but I've got a more updated score for you. Okay. Uh, 46-24, Jackson. That was in the fourth quarter. Wow. So just about double that up. That's in the fourth quarter. All right. It was Issaquah over Cascade. The only game at Everett Memorial tonight started at 5. Issaquah 35, Cascade 20. It was Meadowdale over Chief South 36-27. Stadium beat Everett. Down at Stadium High School in Tacoma, 15-6. to It was Anacortes over Linden, 15-8. to Low-scoring game in that Northwest Conference 2A, and that gives Anacortes the number one seed out of the uh, Northwest Conference. Yeah. They were both going in undefeated. Yeah, when's the last time Linden wasn't the top seed coming out of that conference? It's been a long time. It was final. Seaholm over Lakewood, 24-20. to Cedar Park Christian forfeited tonight to Kings on Kings Senior Night. Didn't get to play a game, so Kings wins it 2 to nothing on the Cedar Park Christian Bothell's forfeit to the Kings Knights. Tulalip Heritage blanked Lummi Nation 58 to nothing, And some Thursday games, Archbishop Murphy 20-7 to win over Burlington Edison. Mount Vernon beat Linwood 52-12, to and it was the Cedro Woolley Cubs beating Squalicum Storm final of 50 Two seven. Tonight's game was broadcast under rights granted by the Western Conference solely for the private, non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the Western Conference or KRKO Radio is prohibited. We will be with you next week, most likely Friday night, and right back here at John C. Larson Stadium for the first round of the playoffs, the round of 32, the Arlington Eagles over a yet-to-be-determined opponent that will be decided by committee starting tomorrow and be announced most likely on Sunday as to who the Arlington Eagles will take on next week. Thanks to our spotter, Alex Clausius, our statistician, Buddy Patrick, Tornado Ted Beener reporting tonight from Quilcita Stadium. Final in hockey, the Wenatchee Wild beat the Everett Silvertips final of 4-3 to three at Angel the Winds Arena in downtown Everett. The Silvertips in Spokane tomorrow night, 6.05 faceoff. We'll roll the pregame show right here on Kill at 5.30. Tonight's game brought to you by Kia of Everett, the Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Glass by Lund, Marysville Toyota, Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, Chevrolet of Everett, the Law Office of Russell & Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. Now for Joel Vincent and Steve Willett, I'm Tom Lafferty reminding you of tonight's final score from John C. Larson Stadium in Arlington. It was the Arlington Eagles 45, the Monroe Bearcats 18. Good night, everybody.
at you Smell that fresh cut grass I'm back in my helmet Cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys of fall They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the wear those game day jerseys down the hall Kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall. Well, let's turn and face the stars and stripes. It's batting back them butterflies. It's calling in the air around right. Yes, sir, we want the ball. And it's knocking heads and talking trash. It's slinging mud and dirting grass. It's I got your number, I got your back. When your back's against you mess with one man, you got a song. The boys are fall. In little towns like mine, that's all they got. Newspaper clippings fill the coffee shops The old men will always think they know it all Young girls will dream about the boys will fall Well, it's turn and face the stars and stripes It's batting back them butterflies It's Oh.